Tyler, uh, I turned on the news today, and it was like, ba 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 ba, three mass shootings over Easter weekend, and then it's just like, <laughs> sounds of like screaming. Wait, <laughs> is, ah! is, is that how you're starting the podcast? Yeah, that's okay. how we're starting the podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Bonsai Podcast. Uh, this is an anime video games podcast. I'm your host, Mike. I'm your host, Tyler. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, I I. I wake up in the morning, and sometimes I forget that I live in America. It's like when I go Those are the when good we days. release. Yeah, it's like it's like when. Well, I mean, I'm always reminded. You know what I mean? I'll go yeah, out for yeah. a drive, and I'll see some dude with like truck nuts, and like a bumper sticker that says like, "You may got a big dick, but I got." I'm gonna get you a, know twenty five thousand AK forty sevens in a bunker in my backyard. You know something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I'm, it's I'm gonna good. get truck nuts, but for my computer. I feel like that's more in tune with the YouTuber lifestyle. <laughs> that may be more in tune with like the, you know, the Fortnite, uh, the uh, the 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 Dead by Daylight lifestyle. You know that gamer. Oh, dude, the gamer I jazz. Dead by Daylight in like months now. Congratulations, that's good. Nah, that's good. I gotta bring it back. I gotta play with Devin still. She's not gonna play. Well, she. Uh, so, uh, cool announcement. Devin got a, a job. She got a good job. Hell yeah, that's great. She got a really good job. Um, she's working for like one of the premier companies in Massachusetts. Uh, she's gonna be making. She's starting at forty five thousand a year salary. That's great. That's so, huge, dude. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's huge. Uh, basically, I think what that's going to be able to do is make it so we can uh, move somewhere nicer that gets sunlight and you know that kind of stuff. Is it uh, um, is it remote? Like you can move anywhere? Yeah, she she's working from home, dude. So. You yeah. thinking West Coast? You thinking somewhere over this way yonder? We'll <laughs> DJM's is fucking Utah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheap. It's cheap. Ah, uh, sure, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm definitely the type of guy that like Mormons come to the door and they're like, "Never mind." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I open the door and my, my fucking, uh, you know, my, 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 uh, my bleeding Jesus shirt. And they're oh, like, yeah, eh, totally. Oh, uh, I don't know. That, I, I think know that's that my one. goal in life is to have a Mormon come to my door and say, "Never mind." I mean, they don't look at you and automatically know you're Jewish. Uh. I don't know. My hair's a, a little long to be, like, outright classified as Jewish hair. You really gotta get the sideburns go, Like, the curly sideburns going. Yeah, I keep you know my sideburns I mean? fairly trim. Like, same length as my beard. So I don't I don't have, like, the full-on Jewish look. You should but do the opposite. You should you should keep your hair where it is and just start growing out those side just, curls. Just go for the, the big-ass mutton chops, huh? No, no, not mutton chop. The the curls. You know what oh, I mean? Like the yeah, acidic yeah. juice. Yeah, yeah. You, you want me to do the uh, the slinkies? I believe yeah. is the the uh, religious term for them. Yeah, remember I met a I met a I met a fan of yours uh, that's a Hasidic Jew um, in New Jersey, and him and his sister. Oh yeah, yeah, like, you did. Yeah, they were like, "Are Ryan and Tyler Jewish?" And I was like, "Sure are." And they were like, "I knew it." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's the funniest shit I've ever experienced. Hey man, like we're underrepresented. Little... When we find when we find other Jews in, in places, how are that you we're guys interested. fucking underrepresented, man? Everybody like in Hollywood is 0. Jewish. Point two percent of the population. Yeah, with like 
0.200% of the popularity. 0.200% is still 0.2. Wait, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sorry, move the decimal place. Three, three uh, things to Welcome the right. back to the Bonsai then... Popcast, where Tyler and Mike still can't do math. That's right, that's right. Uh, and the ch- the chat is going off. So uh, we got we got uh, J M Cole Fragile Lord Icarus Meeple Puppet Omni Penguin Plus Size Wal- Waluigi showed up. Sensei Kit showed up. What's up? Everybody's here. It's been a minute since we've been doing po- since we've done podcasts. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on, um, and since the podcast, you know, we just do this for fun. We do this for free. Um, you know, it, it it's what ends up taking the back seat when when things are going on yeah. but uh we right now are free we're back so we're doing podcasts and it's great because this is a good way for us to reach out to you guys you know we get to sit around we get to talk to each other and of course we get to bond with our our beautiful our beautiful babies in uh in the in the patreon so so that's nice um hell yeah yeah exactly uh jm is posting pictures of fucking utah i don't want to live in utah <laughs> jm i uh, you like <sighs> I don't want to like, the beer's not good you, there. The beer is not good there. It's not good. <laughs> Wait, beer is fine now? You? What do you mean beer is fine now? Did they change the laws? Plus I don't size trust anybody saying beer they changed those laws. Uh, yeah, they well, okay, so so here's one of the interesting things about the Mormon church, right? Is that they are constantly evolving right uh just like scientology they will survive you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like they are very good at adapting to modern society uh though i will say that uh they're usually about a decade behind that's right? that's pretty so, good for religion though it's pretty good for religion yep I mean, considering that, you know, uh, the religions that have been around for a really, really long time, I mean, especially, mm-hmm, in, mm-hmm. you know, consideration to Mormonism and Scientology, uh, that, like, you know, they don't, they don't adjust very well. I mean, dude, they're, you know, if you're like a Hasidic Jew or like a, you know, hardcore Jew, you won't drive on Fridays. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, that's, it's that's Shabbat, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fundamentalism, though, right? Like, that's like the, you know, that like Hasidic Jews, um, Orthodox Catholics, you know, that those are the types of people that like the word of the Bible is to is be law. taken yeah. fucking literally. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you just like everything that's in there is that is like, you don't fuck around with that. And you know what? Despite a lot of shit in the Bible being terrible, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, I, I gotta I gotta respect that you know what I mean I gotta sure. respect that because like if you really believe in God and you believe that God wrote that fucking book then you, yeah you better fucking follow that book you know what I'm saying like if, if like if hell is scary to you and heaven sounds nice uh yeah you should probably should probably do it all those things uh, heaven you sounds all I mean? right but they never like really go into what's up there well, I need then some Mormon more details heaven, you know what I you mean you get your own planet that doesn't sound good well yeah but you know, everybody, you know, everybody gets to go with you, depending on what kind of sect of Mormonism you're in. Uh, that could mean many wives on that planet with you, you know? So it's all a bunch of wives. It's all, it's all fucking and hanging out. This this sounds, yeah, but I mean, eh, are there slurpees? What else are you going to (laughs) do? Yeah, it's your planet, bro. 
who's who's running the Slurpee machine? Whoever you want. Probably one of your wives. (laughs) 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 The Seven Eleven guy. So when I die, it's sort of like like Egyptian burials, uh, where I can take my servants with me. So. Well, your wives. (laughs) Jam says he comes with you. In that in that in that corner, okay, and I'm not talking about all Mormons, obviously. We have we have a friend in in here who is Mormon, he's a great guy. I'm not talking about all Mormons, but in that sect of Mormonism, your wives are your servants. Uh so like in Mormonism uh, or, or you know, again, I'm not again, like you can't talk about any religion like as a whole, right? Because there are definitely different sects that believe in different stuff. You oh, know, yeah, totally. I mean, I mean evangelical I'm, Christians are so different from you know uh, Protestants. Yeah, I, I'm, you know? I'm considered a horrible Jew uh, by most Jewish standards. I, I call you that all the time. Yeah, because I mean, I, Ugh, I don't care. There's that horrible Jew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't i don't care about uh you know uh god i don't follow the the torah at all i don't Mm. celebrate shabbat or any of the holidays really uh i think passover just happened and i don't care uh the the only time i say a prayer is if i'm home and it happens to be like i'm home as in like my parents place and i happen to be there over like hanukkah then i'll say the prayer over the candles with my parents yep you know, if I was God, I'd be pretty pissed off at you because he made a lot of very difficult mouth sounds in order to in order to write that Torah. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, I've done the mouth sounds. I did that part. I had a bar mitzvah. I, well, I've done my time. I, yeah, and God's like, "Oh, you read one part. Good for you." Good for you well, buddy. yeah, but after I made the whole in thing, I went for, it for years, dude. <laughs> yeah, he invented that language. He invented the. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Say Can the you... prayer, Tyler. <laughs> You, you want me to say the prayer over the candles? Don't say the prayer that JM wrote. JM! <laughs> what the fuck? JM, don't, don't make us kick you out of the server. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Autocorrect? That's, I don't... That is, uh... Is that autocorrect? Is that you actually know what? autocorrect? That, I actually, I believe that that might be autocorrect. Uh, either that or, um the uh, Prime Minister of Canada started speaking through JM. Um, <laughs> that's that's Justin that's Justin Trudeau's prayer. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Hakla black face black. <laughs> that, uh, and then it goes uh, Shabbat kill all the natives. Uh, amen. We're there talking about Trudeau that's, right now. We're talking about Trudeau. Okay, that's that, Trudeau. That's that, not that's that, he's also not Jewish, I don't believe. I don't think so. Trudeau is but. not a classically uh, Jewish name. I, <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> I think that would be French. Yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds about yeah. right. Very, very Christian country, France. All right. Um, why? I, I, why are we on religion immediately? Uh, well, I believe we were talking about uh, mass shootings, uh, uh-huh. and you know, I think that usually starts people going, "Why God? Why?" And then God as just does this thing which is usually being um eternally silent mm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah super yeah, good at that yeah that's dude, how we that's how we got here dude has won the silent game for literally eternity oh he's so good at it yeah and like and then you got the people who 
<laughs> like, have you ever seen one of those cartoons where, like, you know, like somebody doesn't, like, one of the character doesn't doesn't talk, and like, the, there's always an interpreter character that's like, oh, mm-hmm, 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 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, so you I'm... want us to, you want us to kill all the Native Americans, right? And they're yeah. like, they're, <laughs> and the silent person just stays silent. And they're like, that's what they said. That's what they said. Yeah, I, so. I, I'm literally. I just watched essentially two anime. I haven't finished the second one where there's a silent protagonist in that. Well, I don't think Komi-san uh, <laughs> or Komi can't communicate. <laughs> I, I think the, the the point of the main character of that anime is that he is very good at interpreting her. Right, right. Uh, whereas you know. Uh, generally, uh, you know, we get interpreters that are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we should build the pipeline, the Keystone pipeline through native ground. Right, right. Okay, right. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what that's yeah, what got yeah. on it. F- fuck the native's land, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus, it's so fucked, dude. Like, the more you learn about this kind of stuff, um, the the more just like the in the insanity. Uh, that it brings with it is just like it's fucking out of control Mm. um one thing that has been helping uh me right because like like i don't want to i don't want to say that i'm paranoid right but i am a very anxious person i get really anxious uh i have a i have a i have a panic disorder right so so what that means is that um there isn't one specific thing that makes me anxious i'm just anxious all the time because all of the things that are anxiety inducing don't go away from me they just kind of hover around me in this nice bubble that's like oh you know uh ukraine that's still going on thousands of people are dying over there oh you know black people are treated terribly in america oh women can't get good health care oh you know we have like a whole culture of people in this country, uh, you know, the natives that are just, like, dying out, being put on land, and, like, just, like, you know, pumped fucking opiates, and, like, ignored, like, and that's just some of the stuff, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's always just kind of around me in this, like, in this, like, funk bubble bubble of, yeah, Yeah. of, like, it's poking at me and prodding at me all the time, and I feel responsible to do something about it, Mm -hmm. uh, and I can't, you know, other than complain about it on a podcast, or, you know, try to make a video, um, to to educate weebs <laughs> like why why do i do what i do tyler <laughs> our next video um so we were gonna do cross game yeah right uh but that one's taking me a while because it's it's a very long manga um it's very good i want to make sure that i do a super duper good job and uh you know, like the the beginning of the script is eight pages long. So, and I want to reread the rest of the manga to make sure that I get everything that I want to say in there. Um, so instead, I decided that you know this week I would take it a little easier and I would do uh, this show called Kotaro Lives Alone. And Kotaro Lives Alone, the script turned into a fucking huge research project on fucking postpartum depression. Right, okay. which is uh, or or what do they call it? paripartum? I think is what they're calling it now. Uh, paripartum, something like that. Um, which is a horrible fucking like occurrence that happens to so many women, and and if it's if it can if it goes untreated, right, it can get really fucking bad. Right, and 
the the stigmatism around it and the lack of care and the lack of diagnosis and the lack of fucking treatment uh and then the way that women are treated because of that right like it's Mm -hmm. not their fucking fault that this shit happens it's it's awful right because there are people out there that fucking hate their kids yeah like they just hate their kids yeah they don't want to be around their kids they don't want to look at their kids they don't want to hear their kids like they they can't touch their kids without fucking surgical gloves yeah you know what i mean guys like i'm here for you to do that for you so you can love your kids yeah i'll take that responsibility on (laughs) well that's a whole hating hating children uh without having children is a different that's a different thing Uh, (laughs) i know i'm just saying i'm here to help It's. I think it, it might be called like pedophobia or something like that. Pedophobia. I don't know. It's it's something it's something like close to that. I, but, I don't hate but kids. Yeah, like, I just don't want them. <laughs> yeah, but if postpartum depression becomes very very fucking severe, right, uh, and goes untreated, um, it can it can really ruin that you know that supposed natural bond between a woman and their child right uh and it does happen to men too but obviously you know that's like it's not as important as it happening to one in nine women you know what i mean not not this level of severity but like you know it can go into the hopelessness the 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 complete lack of of you know the 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 negligence and stuff that can come from that and then you know eventual things like suicide uh, and stuff. It's it's really really bad. Super damaging to uh, the woman, obviously, because she can lose her life. Uh, but it's also really damaging to the kids who live in those households. You right. know, so it's it's so now I get to talk about all this to a bunch of weeps who don't fucking care. They don't fucking care. They just want to watch anime. Oh, but here I am. I have to go. I gotta right. fucking talk about it. Sounds like you're making the the essential bonsai pop video there. Yeah, bonsai pops yeah. done anime fucking. Uh, channel. We just use anime to hide <laughs> what we're actually talking about. But the thing is, is that this anime is so good, dude. I mean, that's Kartaro great. Lives yeah. Alone is so fucking good, and I've learned so much, and there's so much interesting uh, cultural stuff about Japan that, like, and, and you know, I, I put right in the script, this is why I love anime, is not because these shows are so sad, but it's because something like this can get greenlit. Mm-hmm. Because we, in a, we like, America would never touch that. Right. They would never touch that. And and the, and the thing is, is that, again, in the show, it's, it's not, it's not explicitly said that, you know, this, you know, somebody is dealing with uh, this postpartum depression kind of thing. Uh, I had to do research, right? Because the first thing I was, you know, I wanted to look up, it was, I wanted to find, uh like a syndrome basically of like you know why do people hate their fucking kids right because you're not so you're you're not really supposed to actually just hate your kids um and i've just the shit that i found was out of this world right because there are like i found something you probably have never looked up otherwise you know yeah yeah and and but the thing is is that like there is no there there is no word for that like there's no there's no medically documented anything, dude. I went into I went into scholarly articles. I did all this fucking shit. Oh yeah, dude. Um, I mean, you know, obviously, I, I started on Cora and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, there are plenty of people that are reaching out that are like, dude, like I actually fucking hate my kid. Like, if there was if there was a, a place where you could just go and drop off your kid, mm-hmm. I would have been there. 
already and mm-hmm. fucking done it and then everybody's like oh fuck you dude like you're such a piece of shit like you should you know you 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 don't even deserve to have a child and it's like no obviously something is wrong you know like something is fucking wrong these people need help you know yeah like not judgment yeah unfortunately uh just from my experience with with past partners that i've had uh women's health is utter ass when it comes to stuff that specifically relates to women more than yeah. men you know oh yeah uh, and even if it's th- even if it's something that is very common for both genders, like kidney problems, mm-hmm. for instance, something I have a shit ton of experience with because of Devin, like it's just when it comes to women, they the, the doctors because of this because of the the way that you know society is, doctors just think women are complaining, right? So they don't take them seriously. Like, which, which is like, fucked up. If you're going to the doctor, what what are you supposed to? You're supposed to complain at the doctor. They're literally there so you complain can complain that something is wrong. Yeah, and, and then, then they their tell you job what it is. is to help you fix it. Yeah, exactly. But you know, like I, I mean, <laughs> so 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 here, like you know, uh, I mentioned briefly on Twitter that you know I wanted to talk about Scientology. This is a great fucking segue into it, right? Perfect. So, so, I love it when we have good segues. Uh. So, so, JM just says, Tom Cruise. Uh, how about Will Smith? Will Smith's a fucking Scientologist, right? All those people who are arguing with me about how Will Smith is a hero, blah, blah, blah. He should have slapped fucking Chris Rock twice. Like, fuck Will Smith inherently because he's a signed goddamn-tologist, all right? Uh, like, this, oh, dude. So, so, L. Ron Hubbard, right? Yeah, yeah. The, is the guy who, who invented Scientology yeah, for, for through a series of books. For people who don't know, L. Ron Hubbard was an author who wrote sci-fi essentially yeah he was also a con man yeah. and uh a horrible piece of shit right so like like most of his adventures we could call them because there's so many there's so many and 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 i'm i'm going off of a lot of memory here uh we're happening around the the 40s 50s okay. right um like this guy wanted to he wanted to create a like he was a businessman mm-hmm. his whole idea was making money right you know and um religion's a really good way to make money and avoid taxes super good yeah oh yeah 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 i mean that's a huge thing like uh, and and you know that goes into that goes into once again some of these mormon sects too right like uh <laughs> so like oh my god dude like some some of these some of these mormon like commun like con- not really communes but these like you know these closed um closed border uh you know the the where, where polygamy is still going on right because mm-hmm. like for the for the official mormon church polygamy is not the thing anymore right it hasn't been for a really long time it's always been an issue with the united states government versus the church of mormons uh or the 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 latter-day saints um but in these in these communes basically you know like like you know one dude will have like a ton of fucking wives every single one of those wives will have a bunch of fucking kids but because these multiple marriages aren't fucking legal all of these moms are technically considered single mothers right so each one of these kids is a, a fucking awesome welfare check. So the more kids you have, the more wives you have, the more fucking welfare that you that you get funneled through these these communes, right? And like, dude, we're talking 
millions and millions of dollars go to these small polygamous fucking communes that are sprinkled throughout like the southwest united states it's fucking crazy dude millions of dollars it's a great it's a grift yeah i mean essentially uh cole says colorado city uh town with far too few windows yeah yeah oh oh i mean yeah you got like you've had some of those you've had some of those crazy like you know cult leaders that have that have been out there you know the like there there's some really deep dark stuff that's been done in the name of mormonism but there's also a bunch of deep dark stuff that's been done uh for you know christianity pick, pick, a, th- and, pick a thing yeah <laughs> yeah pick a fucking religion dude i mean uh 9-11 you know like we want to go back that way but yeah so 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 fucking i, I almost said joseph smith um L. Ron Hubbard, like, do you know how many pregnant women he punched in the baby? <laughs> well, here's the thing, right? <laughs> For, you said pregnant woman he punched in the baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Well, here's here's the thing. If it's more than zero, it's too many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's more than one. It's a lot right. more than one. And but- they were his fucking kids. He was just—he was—he was just knocking chicks up and punching them with the baby left and right, and then he had the balls in Dianetics to write down that like if you're a thief, mm-hmm. it's because you know you were told. So, so the whole idea of Scientology and the and the and the Dianetics and you know holding on to the bar and getting rid of all these Ingrams or whatever they're fucking called, right? Is is yeah, you need to, yeah, you need to go back through all of your your traumas essentially which are these i i I believe they're called ingrams um they're these things that like latch onto you that you know uh like create create problems right The, the the goal is to go back and and bring all of them out of your subconscious mind into your intellectual mind so then you can then basically like think them away you can you can logic them away right okay so the idea. So, he, yeah. The the actual idea is like you want to bring your trauma to the surface. Yeah, and yeah. then and then so intellectualize it away. Yeah. Right, right. Well, yeah, because L. Ron Hubbard was very into psychology. Mm-hmm. He was a hypnotist. Right, because there is some merit to like you know saying, okay, I have some shit in my past. I'd like to work through that in like a safe space and then hopefully it won't affect me as much anymore. However, if right. working through that in a safe space, it means punching women in the baby. Uh, perhaps you're not doing it right. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 again, this is, you know, this is Elrond, you know? So, so, right. so, uh, so he had, again, the idea is to go all the way. Like if you do this good enough, you can go all the way back to the womb and completely clear yourself of ingrams and then and then you're considered clear all right and when you're clear uh you you're supposed to have you're supposed to like all of a sudden have an eidetic memory and like all sorts of stuff right uh-huh. uh which when this was presented when he cleared the first woman and put her up on stage uh you know immediately everybody in the crowd was like uh, so what's it say on page blah 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 of of you know Dianetics you know and she's like uh uh 
because it's obvious bullshit and it was just this whole fall apart scam so he ended up having to go out there and be like all right so when i put her on stage it created a new ingram she was no longer clear anymore uh which is why she didn't have the eidetic memory uh you know you know that kind of stuff but anyway Mm -hmm. so so elrond had the balls to say that if you're a thief it's because when you were in the womb uh, your father, you, you heard, take that, take that, take that, right? So you, you took those words into your adulthood and became a thief. Uh, and the reason that you were hearing, take that, take that, is because your father was hitting your mother while uh, she was pregnant with you. Right. Right? Tracks. Makes, makes, makes sense. Makes sense. Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Elrond Auburn is fucking punching people in the baby. Uh Another another uh, great thing that he did that that really uh, that really you know kind of um, J- JM says I listened to Vanilla Ice yes uh, that's why JM grew up to become a white rapper, uh, but yes so so oh uh, Cole asks if anybody ever listened to the Scientology music album are you talking about the one where it, the like the Bossa Nova stuff that they did like back in the fifties that was amazing. Because it's actually really good. Like, dude, the story is so twisty-turny. Like, I we can't, we really can't get, like, we, we really can't get too, su- like, sidetracked on it because there are so <laughs> many fucking crazy things that the Scientologists did. So, like, basically, like, what, what they're talking about with the Scientology music album is eventually, uh, like, everybody hated Scientology, okay? But nobody hated Scientology more than the English. And they just, like, kicked L. Ron Hubbard out of the fucking country. So, eventually what he did is he got this giant, like, fucking tanker this ship and he took up all like a bunch of scientologists on this fucking ship and nobody knew how to run this ship uh <laughs> and you know because uh, like because of the way that scientology works like every fucking other day he would go to somebody and be like you're the captain now and they'd be like but i don't know how to captain a tanker <laughs> you know <laughs> i don't know how to do that and he's like in one of your past lives you were 100% a captain if you're a scientologist you should be able to tap into that past life and captain this tanker right so <laughs> so like uh, like so many things so many bad things happen uh they were also daily throwing people overboard uh right mm-hmm. and nobody's dying nobody died but um uh you know the the idea was to like it was some part of like cleansing thing um but basically uh at, at one point um they were trying to get back to to New York City and and one of the ways that they did that was they you know Elron went back right cuz he's a wanted he, like at this point he is wanted by the FBI <laughs> For many reasons, right? Uh, so he's sneaking around New York City, and he's he he hears this this rock music, right? And, and you know, which would like at that time was like this kind of like the big band, like Sinatra type bossa nova. And he, you know, he comes back and he's like, well, "I like this beat. Uh, you know, <laughs> this beat is great." So they made their own Scientology band. Hell yeah! And like distributed their fucking records like to stores and like made these people like play it on repeat all day fucking long until the point where like i guess some new yorkers got mad and like busted into these stores and fucking like smashed these records like tossed these records dude Dude, you gotta admit though the record uh cover the art pretty good I'm not. I I don't know if this is the music that I'm I'm talking about, but uh, it's it's 
um i haven't i haven't checked it out just because we're, you know, we're on the podcast yeah, that yeah. could be something else um you know l ron hubbard basically like lived in a kind of um a kind of convent for for black magic for a long time again he was a hypnotist you know mm-hmm. like he 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 really was good at it and uh in one of these in one of these like black magic fucking you know nerd D circles that he was in um he would hypnotize people and they thought it was really fucking funny and then uh turns out he hypnotized people into doing some kind of like not obviously you can't hypnotize people into doing something that they would never do right but if you're a manipulative uh psychopath and you are able you know people mm-hmm. you know you know like you can get people to do some pretty crazy shit so eventually uh he he did uh, made a couple people do some questionable things and they don't remember it right right but then you know when they when they got out of they stopped doing this dianetic stuff and they started doing the uh, hypnotist regression therapy right they started they started remembering the shit and then they started talking to the other fucking nerds and then everybody's like oh my god like what what did he make us do you know hmm. so all of a sudden everybody's fucking afraid of Elron Hubbard because he has this fucking magical power of hypnotism and he's he, like that's how, that's how he fucked with people you know what i mean he 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 it's 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 crazy it's crazy and he made so much money um but uh yeah uh, at one point right because he had a wife he had a mistress and he got his mistress uh pregnant and had a kid and uh she was causing problems for him like basically the idea was that you know i think what i think at the time he was trying to make scientology legit uh, which basically means get it tax exempt right. um, as a religion. Mm-hmm. And having her and an unwanted child around was like, you know, kind of a bad idea, right? So he kidnaps his kid, takes, uh, always the, kid a good plan. Chi- takes the kid to Chicago, uh-huh. hides her there for, for, for days, and tells his fucking lady that he killed her. Ah, uh, that's... That that that'll make Scientology a religion, dude. Yeah, foolproof plan. And then goes, just kidding, but I need you to like basically, you know, I need you to sign all these documents that basically are gonna make you fucking shut the fuck up, yeah. right? You know, you can't say anything, blah blah blah. She's like, no, like I'm not gonna fucking do that. Like, give me a fucking kid back. So he kidnaps her, right, and drives yeah. around Los Angeles all fucking night, going to every hospital that he possibly can to try and get her committed. Wow. Because this is during the McCarthy age, right? Uh-huh. With, with the like, dude, the amount of people that fucking Elron Hubbard turned in for being communists <laughs> during that time, you know, just because they were He's in like, his this way. Is really, uh, this is really useful. I can yeah, just make people convenient. go away. Super convenient. Um, but this is also word. The t- <laughs> yeah, this is also the time where you could just bring a woman to a hospital say that she's crazy and fucking leave her there and they'll stick an ice pick in her eye and th- th- you know in a, in a day or two you got a fucking zombie that cleans your kitchen uh so that's what he was trying to do uh thankfully none of the do- all the doctors were like no <laughs> she's not crazy she's clearly not crazy she's just screaming that you kidnapped her like he was like, <laughs> dragging her around by her fucking hair dude you know what i mean like it, like this fucking guy uh, and 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 the other thing that's crazy is that Dianetics 
were proved not to work immediately. In fact, not only did it not work, but it drove people insane. Because, like, the the idea is, you know, oh, uh, you, you, you have to become a, uh, I can't remember what the word, an auditor, auditor, yes. So, so, so the people who do the Dianetics, uh, the, 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 the process, right, with another person, um, are called auditors, right, and they help people work to get rid of all their ingrams, and anybody can become an auditor. Tyler, you could be an auditor. Oh, totally. I already am one. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I could be an auditor. JM could be an auditor. Anybody can be an auditor, right? So you have all of these unprofessional people trying to go through the traumas of other people, mm-hmm. and a lot of it, a lot of it gets fucked up and made up along the way right so Mm -hmm. like they're like they're like i don't know i don't know cole i don't know if you could be an auditor i don't know if i don't know if you can be a scientologist and a mormon at the same time uh but i wouldn't suggest it (laughs) pick one of them okay (laughs) don't do both (laughs) scientology is certainly a religion where you want to uh stay in your lane you know (laughs) yeah 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 for sure um don't well, actually, be, don't no, be driving on the line there. <laughs> yeah, you you can't do both because uh, that's why I believe um, one of Tom Cruise's wives, uh, like why he divorced them because she was a Christian and she had to denounce that in order to become a Scientologist and he wouldn't stay with her if she wasn't a Scientologist and she wouldn't denounce her Christianity. Mm. Uh, Might have been Katie Holmes. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I, I don't know. Anyway, so 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 what what's happening during these these sessions, right? Is people are like, uh, when I hear this this the the sound booty booty, uh, I get anxious, right? And they're like, you know, they they try to go back in their mind and connect the sound booty booty to like something. They're like, oh well, you know, my my brother used to listen to uh, you know the song booty 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 rocket everywhere. Uh, you know, before he died, and obviously his death made me very sad. That must be, you know, one of my Ingrams. I'm gonna have to fucking deal with that. Put it into my logical brain. Get rid of it. You know. Uh, but the other thing is like, they're you know these people are 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 dealing with uh, also like things that they repressed as well. So like they would they would you know have these have these maybe uh, what you know what what would you like uh, obsessive compulsive problems right? And and they would basically falsely make up a reason for these obsessive compulsive problems and and think and, and then believe it's true right so they're they're creating a trauma that didn't exist in the first place right and then focusing on this fake trauma which then becomes a real trauma th- that you know is a bad thing but then the other problem is that you you can get new ingrams from things that happen in your life on a daily basis, right? So, so all these people are getting fucking paranoid about, you know, daily mishaps because then you have to deal with those Ingrams before you can go back to, to start hacking away at your old ones, you know? So 
people lost their fucking minds. Like, totally normal, totally sane people who were holding down jobs, taking care of their fucking kids, ended up in mental asylums because they lost their minds thanks to Dianetics. This was happening and was logged in the 40s. <laughs> it is 2022, and Scientology is still a thing. Yeah, man. And not only... And it's it's inherently homophobic. Oh, that's yeah. the other that's 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 and that's just one of the that's just one of the things, right? So so Dianetics Dianetics was worked on quite a bit, right? At first it was like a four point system. Uh, and then they upgraded it to a plus forty point system and a negative forty point system where yeah, anything under points. Yeah, yeah. Anything under one is you are worse off than if you were dead. <laughs> and one is is being gay oh my <laughs> right? god so the only like the last step before you're better off being dead is being gay that's not changed oh, <laughs> so that really tells you something right there doesn't it yeah oh yeah. my god and, and this point this point system has to do with like it has to do something with the ingrams and the you know the yeah, it's it's valued through their you know whatever the fuck bullshit but yeah um yeah no wonder tom cruise gives so, so much money yeah right <laughs> <laughs> he, he's gotta be between 35 to 40 right like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like the, w- which step is the you've donated a million dollars to the church which which point oh that's that? just expected that's just oh, expected. right yeah they do sort of like yeah. clean you out don't they Oh, they do, yeah, because uh, it costs money to to uh, you know get audited and stuff like that, I believe, and uh, like it, like the money the money grabbing is is any time it can be done, right? The money is grabbed, like you know you got to pay for the books, you got to pay for the auditing, you got to pay for the, like equipment for this, you got to pay for you know you got to help the church with this, you got to help the church with that, like right. Uh, it, it's interesting that- because it's sort of like uh, Christianity is like. We'll we'll take your money as a donation if you are willing to give it, and it will help your standing to get into heaven because you're doing a good selfless deed by giving it to the church. You will distribute it to people who need it, right? Sometimes, yeah. As long as they're not black or gay, right, right, right. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, but, but that's yeah, at the church's yeah, yeah. discretion, and since it's the church, yeah. you're good because you already gave your money to the church. Uh, but Scientology is just like, yo, uh, this is like a carnival, and the 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 rides cost money. Yeah, <laughs> this ride costs uh, three grand. Yeah, <laughs> you know? this like, ride costs three grand. We're gonna tell you you've got you're you're somewhere around third. Well, hold on, how much more money you got this month? Uh, another two. Are grand? you asking me? Uh, yeah, yeah, like, no, 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 I don't know, no, no, like no, fifty the, bucks. Yeah, yeah like, I like, think I got like fifty bucks extra like, in my you paycheck. Know, you might need one more audit. Oh, you're you're at twenty points, but I bet if you do another one, you'll be at twenty four, twenty five. Oh no, twenty points! That makes me Mexican. <sighs> I gotta get, I gotta get up, I gotta get up to to being at least at least German in twenty five. <laughs> Jam said, "Yay." <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like there is no level that that the Church of Scientology will not stoop to, and and the, and the the thing of it is, like who who is the 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 biggest like so, not not just source of money but the biggest uh you know like 
fucking influencer of the Church of Scientology, it's the Hollywood leftist elite, right? Yeah. Like, and that's the thing is like we look at we look at like uh, we look at fucking all these all these you know these hyper liberal Hollywood people that are in a blatantly homophobic religion mm-hmm. and racist. It's homophobic and racist. And in, in in the fundamental parts of the religion are fucking homophobic and racist. But like, no, but they're not, you know, they're they're allies and shit. It's like, yeah, are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? It's fucking are you kidding me? Ridiculous. Uh anyway, Tyler. Yeah. Um has there been any any news on your end? I mean we could we could talk about oh, yeah. we could talk about this for I mean for, I've for got I've ever. got all sorts of shit that's going on. Uh, yeah, I've I've got more. Um, I, I, I've had more Etsy issues that I could talk about. Remember last Etsy time? Issues? Yeah, remember last time we were talking about how I just had a bunch of rose quartz dildos on my Etsy tab every time I opened it. Yeah, yeah. Did you end up getting one of those fancy? No, dildos I never for got one. Uh, but my recommendations have gotten worse because oh, okay. now I get dick jewelry. Dick jewelry? Yeah, like a, this like isn't a, a thing that I knew existed, but apparently you can get a necklace for your penis. No, no, no. Like yeah, a it's, chain? Not, it's not a Prince Albert. It's not a... Uh, JM said Prince Albert. No, it's not a piercing. It's something that goes around your dick. <laughs> but it's that made out of like used metal or sex? gems. Stuff like that. That sounds... Terrifying. Like yeah. any time I've ever put a cock ring on, it's been well, you know, a cock ring goes some kind of flexible rubber. A cock ring goes at like the, the base, base, right? This yeah, goes yeah, yeah, at yeah. the head. I would never put something it's metal over the head of my penis. Pretty. <laughs> so every time I open up Etsy now, my my Etsy recommendations are just filled with flaccid dicks with metal on them. Well, so this is a this is a ring for your flaccid piece. What happens when you get a boner? I don't know. I don't know. Your dick is just like your dick is just like. No, no, nobody. Okay, first of all, the reviews are typically exceptional. People seem to really enjoy them. Let me let me see if I can find a review real quick. Please, please. Uh, Like, you know, I mean, it's it's hard, right? Because, like, you know, on one hand. Right, uh, I think the world is trying to put men in their place. Oh God! Um, and try to and try to teach men that you know uh, there are other people that exist in this world, like women and people of color, and uh, you know, uh, you know, people that don't have the same kind of opportunities and privileges that that a, that a typical man does. Okay, right? I'm sending an image. I am making it a spoiler attachment. Just now, it is a dickhead. All right. <laughs> Yeah. So do not uh, click if you do not want to see a penis with with uh, metal around it. All right, right people. Right. I'm gonna click it. Here we go. I'm gonna click it when it comes up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is a really ugly fucking penis, dude. That is a. He looks like he has eczema on the head of his penis. Okay, now, if you have eczema on your penis, I apologize, but it is not a good look. Now let, let uh, me let, let me explain here. This. One ring has almost four thousand sales, and it has a four and a half out of five star reviews. Uh, okay. The, uh, the so top it comes review, in three sizes. Yeah, the top review it's is tw- the ring feels very strong and massive, good and heavy quality for a lifetime. 
for lifetime fun. Uh, Zhang is a very, I guess that's the guy's name, or Zhang, is a very reliable trader, answers questions within minutes, and is very helpful and patient. I will buy there is, again. Lovely there piece way of to- jewelry, great quality, easily adjustable, feels wonderful to wear, and looks great. Highly recommend. By the way, the amount of pictures uh, that people are willing to post on Etsy of their dicks wearing it is more than you would expect. <laughs> and it's okay so so right, so i'm this getting rid of in, this picture the people who have yes, seen it have seen I, like it. i i okay uh, that yeah because that was a very ugly penis um it, so i mean you Dude, know i guess ones. in that case there's way worse having ones. a ring having a ring for your penis would make sense like if you got an ugly dick like that then yeah you might want to have a ring i don't know how i would i would be interested to see how it would work with uh you know with foreskin um, that seemed like a very proud American cut penis. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, you know, like so. So this ring is—it's metal. It, you know, it looks like it's probably made out of surgical steel. I hope it's surgical steel because I would not want my dickhead to get brassy. Yeah, you know what no, I mean? Totally. Like once that kind of wears away. Uh, here, here's yeah, another so, one. It's just on a, a model this time, but it, yeah. it looks like a uh, a crown. Can I please send it? There we go. Uh, so yeah, uh, so, so the, the ring, um, yeah, it's made out of, it's made out of, it looks like surgical steel. It's mm-hmm. a series of balls, uh, connected by, um, like, like, like metal that looks flexible, mm-hmm. right? There, there's like three sizes, 27, somehow. yeah, 27 millimeters, uh, 33 millimeters. And then there was what? 31 millimeters, something, something like, like that. that. Um, Oh, okay. See, this is nice. This is a this is a dildo. I don't have to look at somebody's disgusting. This one's a crown. Yeah, this one's a crown, right? Yeah. Um, I think if you're wearing a crown on your penis, then you're probably. Uh, I I feel like that's kind of like the dick equivalent of buying a really big truck you don't need. You know, something that runs on diesel. You know, it certainly could be. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> there's crown. like an entire fucking uh here I'll get rid of it guys, don't worry. The the chat is like please get rid of these pictures. <laughs> uh but yeah, Kara there's, says there's you like, don't need dick bling. There's like a you don't whole need any bling. side of jewelry I never knew existed. And I yeah. I don't I love jewelry in general. I'm a big fan of jewelry. I know you do. I hate your this. taste in jewelry is questionable. Oh, fuck you! My taste you in jewelry is great. <laughs> so, so you don't like the penis rings? No, I like rings that go on my fingers. I'm a big fan of, of ring rings. Well, what is a penis? It's not a, a finger. finger. It's not a finger. <laughs> Let me tell you, my fingers do not go flaccid. <laughs> I like toe rings, fragile. I think that not on men. Um... I know that that is that is biased, and somebody somewhere will probably call me homophobic for that. But I, or maybe they'll call me homophobic for saying that somebody would call me homophobic for that because I guess that insinuates that only gay men do toe rings. But I like a toe ring. I think toe rings are nice. I think toe rings are cute. You know what I mean? If I'm at the beach, right? Some uh, lady walks by me and she's got like a cute little toe ring. I'm like, look at that. You know, she tried today. She thought about it today. You know. <laughs> She put on the toe ring. That's it's that's nice. Mike's equivalent of trying. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a good touch. Put some metal around Wait, a toe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you listen, know? I'm fine with Shoot. toe rings. I don't give a fuck whether people wear them or not. I prefer rings 
necklaces, piercings are, are great in general. I'm a big fan of, of almost all jewelry. This is the first real piece of jewelry that I'm like, maybe don't. See, I am a, I am a, uh, a, a biased piece of shit when it comes to, to piercings and jewelry. I think um, earrings, I like all sorts of earrings, right? Like you got you got earrings all up your ears. You, you got your little your little nubby in your ear pierced. That's cool. You got conch. You got some through the cartilage. Dude, all those all those are neato. I found um, the best one. Sorry, I have to cut you off for this one. Uh, you found another PP. No, it ring? doesn't have a PP in it. So I'm just gonna post it regularly. It oh, okay, is cool. a shaft thing that comes with its own <laughs> balls. It's like a slinky for your shaft, and hanging from it are two metal balls. Wait, if I look closer at that picture, yeah, the thing that ha- that has the balls attached to it is not a closed loop. No, it's it is not. a pinch. It is a pinch hook. Yeah, that is terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah, I would never put anything that pinches on that level near my penis. Uh I mean, even a zipper. I mean, when, why, why have we not invented a Velcro crotch that is very firm? I really you know what I mean? like that. Uh, the the first shop review is by somebody named Jill, and uh, mm-hmm. she gave it a one star. Too short for me. Probably not my fault for measuring my for not measuring myself perfectly. But the choker is also two centimeters choker. shorter than advertised. Still a cute item, though. Okay. Oh wait, right. no, never mind. It's showing shop reviews. It's not showing reviews for this particular product. Oh, okay. Maybe there are okay. no reviews for this particular product. I mean, it looks dangerous. I mean, not only that, but like okay, so this like a hook clip for those who aren't envisioning what I'm saying. It's something that you would put at the bottom of a lanyard that you would put your name tag on. You know what I mean? Mm. You, you you press the you press one thing end of it and it opens it up and then you can slip your 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 thing on it. Mm-hmm. Um it's attached to a coil, right? And this coil is supposed to coil around your penis. So, like, not only can your fucking ball skin get caught in this hook clip, but your penis skin can also be caught in between the hook clip and the coil. There's just so many things that can yeah, go wrong it's, with it's, this. It's a terrifying idea. Yeah. I found another also, one are, that also has balls on it. I don't, what what is with so- balls on... What is the point? I Well, I mean... It's 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 the it's the overmasculinization. <laughs> this one, this one has a picture, but the guy's wearing speedo, so you can't see it. <laughs> right. This is uh, putting balls on your dick is the weirdest thing I have ever experienced in my life. Yeah. Uh, one second. What's up, Ben? What happened, dude? You got you got to see some of this stuff. Uh, Tyler, where the where the crown go? Uh, wanna, I'll have to. I'll have to find it again. Give me a second. Okay, look at this. Look at this right here. You're supposed to put this on your flaccid penis. What are the balls? The balls are just they're balls. It's like truck nuts for your dick. When you already have dicks, you have nuts. <laughs> you, got, you already got nuts. It's just, nuts. It's just more nuts. <laughs> Has Tyler like used that? No, no. So Tyler was Tyler had been looking for a ruby 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 dildo for um for Grant's butt. What? A ruby dildo. What do you mean a ruby? Dildo? Hey, dude. I'll send it to you personally, ruby. so the chat doesn't need to. Ruby dildo for Grant. There you go. Because it's funny. Yeah, here you go. It's jewelry for your flaccid penis. Do you like have sex with it? That's what that was my next uh that was my next question. I imagine you have to uh take that off for sex, right? Um I should probably 
Like that looks like something that could easily fall off inside a vagina and cause uh-huh, a problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I, and I don't think that it would feel good uh, in the same way that other things you can uh, place on or around your penis would feel good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find reviews for the crown <laughs> one. Why? Who? What is this? I I don't know why, but uh, Fragile posted a gif of a young naked man and an old naked man uh, hanging out by a pool. Oh, um, it is censored out. But the God. young one, the young one looks like Spencer from iCarly. Is this an iCarly? Uh, is this the new season of iCarly? Is this what I'm missing on Paramount Plus? Uh, Mike, I'm <laughs> sending you overly done uh, accessorizing for. Uh... Oh. <laughs> penis well it was nice that he shaved his butt look at that look at that oh my god look at that stubble on his underleg his underleg looks like my chin when i you know like 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 holy seven hours after i shave it this dude to, to describe what we're looking at here it looks like the guy has four rings on his nuts and and shaft and they so look one like ring- like you know those fidgets uh rings that you can like spin the middle of they look like that yeah yeah they look like uh like like bearings yeah kind of yeah except uh some of them what two of them look like uh they got bike chains yep. inside of them and then the other ones have oh my god this is a disgusting just picture. like chain rings um, yeah there's there's a there's like a chain around the ring so one ring is over like his dick and balls are both through it yeah. Okay. The other ring, his balls are through it. And then he has two around his penis shaft, right? One is at the base of his shaft. The other is around the, uh, you know, the neck of the head, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Right under the mushroom, uh, if you will. Um, Fragile, I'm deleting this. Uh, <laughs> I'm sick of looking at these, like, <laughs> fucking hang downs. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, so, Tyler, thank you for this for showing uh, you the what i've had to experience every time i've opened up I, I like you know searching on etsy for for new rings and stuff like that and and whatnot, i, I but... know you do <laughs> <laughs> what you don't you don't like my rings i hate your rings <laughs> i hate your rings i hate your i hate your goofy dangly fucking uh gauges you, you know what you need tyler you don't like you my need, ga- uh, you don't like my gauges my gauges are awesome i don't i don't like your gauges tyler i don't <sighs> Um, awesome. but what I, I what would be cool, now. that's, that's my primary if you, ones. If you got gauges like that, uh, that had, uh, feathers that dangle down. I think that's my next move. I'm going to get some feather dangle gauges. I love the feather earring look, you know, I want to bring back that eighties, uh, Billy Idol, you know, kind of like fucking th- that, that, that rock guy. and roll feather. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. I don't think I'm a feather guy. I I will current. I'll show you what I'm what I'm currently rocking. Uh, which I like get a lot. little menorahs. Uh, I think that that would be really cute. If I could find menorah gauges, I would probably buy them for uh, little star little stars of David. Yeah, you know, like like I would probably buy them just for when I go home for uh, Hanukkah. So th- this is yeah. just what I'm currently rocking. It's just a simple hoop. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, my ears are too big for hoops. It's what what gauge are you, Tyler? Like a uh, like a six, four, I believe. A four. So a l- okay, little bigger than a six. I see. 
uh filibusta what's up dude also um i believe i just saw omni penguin pop back in um you just missed an entire chat on penis jewelry uh jewelry not piercings yeah um there's that's a whole there's a whole, piercings are a whole different yeah um but yeah it was uh it was fascinating yeah oh my god look at this omni found you your gauges tyler dude okay these are actually kind of sick though <laughs> and they're they're black metal they're black and they're metal and they're the stars of david and they're uh yeah wow. it's pretty sick these I would, are actually like, kind of cool though they they are pretty fucking cool it's fucking black metal jewish yeah well, i mean we, um, we've already been through this jewish black metal before remember what was that band um, sons of abraham or something later. yeah yeah sons of abraham i, I just bookmarked sons that of abraham. for later thank you uh who who sent that omni thank you man omni Dude, I got back. Omni knows will hundred percent buy these next time before I go uh, to see my parents. If I'm going during like the holiday season, I will hundred percent buy these and wear them. I think they're great. Oh, oh, oh! You want me to? You want me to get some too? Do, Omni? do they have them in your size? <laughs> oh, he sent uh, some new ones. Same. I see. I see. Not the same, but uh, but yeah. The, there's uh, I need I need an inch. Because I've decided to stay at an inch, so I don't know. Um, do they have a? They don't have a. I'm not getting a size chart here. Uh, let me see if I can refresh this and see if I can find a size. They're uh, not they're twenty not, millimeter. Um, oh, available in five to five millimeters to twenty millimeter. It's got to be metric. I don't. I don't know millimeters to inches. I don't know what an inch is. But but yeah, uh, I mean those some of those look good. I used to be at an inch and a quarter. That's um, big, dude. Yeah, I liked the earrings that I had too because when you wear the teardrop shaped ones, when your ears are that big, mm-hmm. they don't look as big. Right. Uh, but the problem was is that like I like the um I like the like obsidian ones and because uh, wood ones are very expensive. Like wood and bone is what you really want. Yeah. Um. I have some because. Bone. Yeah, yeah, because because basically like wood and bone um don't fuck up your ears right because because metal is like actually not really that good for you uh, or your skin yeah it can be like toxic because you're essentially putting it inside your ear kind of <laughs> yeah i also have super acidic skin um i don't know why it's just like i destroy guitar strings mm. like i i have to change guitar strings constantly because i i make them rust I with see. my hands um and when i wear metal jewelry uh again it's like my skin is constantly trying to eat it um yeah so it's it, there's a problem so, with it so far i've been pretty <laughs> good says, it's like piss hands thanks fracha <laughs> <laughs> so far i've, <laughs> I've, I've been pretty thing. good with these uh these hoops they haven't really fucked up my ears or vice versa uh but before mm. that i would either go with bone or glass my ears handle glass really really well yeah, well, see, my problem is that, like, once you get to my size, it gets heavy. Right. So, like, if your glass ones fall out, which they will, because basically, like, once you <clears throat> you hit this, you hit this, like, this uh, event horizon with gauges where uh, the gauges themselves are so heavy that they just make your ears bigger. Right. Um, well, see, here's, so here's you the, have the to thing, size dude. up. I have ones that can't fall out because they're so, like, either big or, like, hooped or whatever, so it's impossible for them to fall off. You use just right. regular plugs, which is why they fall out. Yeah. So therefore, yeah, well, yeah. my earrings are better in general. Well, do you know how <laughs> fucking big it looks when I have uh, like flares on gauges for me? Oh, I bet it's ridiculous. It looks, like it looks huge. Yeah, huge. If I wear flares, so I need to wear saddles. Um, but this is besides the point. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, Star David is, Gages. Is that we got to we got to find some plugs for you that have balls that hang down. <laughs> I'm not that kind of guy. No, I don't no, need no, to. No. I don't need to flex. <laughs> It'd be great. <laughs> you, you can have six nuts. Ear balls. <laughs> six nuts. How do you know how many nuts I have? I can, maybe I'm rocking. I'm, I'm, assum- I'm, I'm making some assumptions here, but I, I feel pretty good about them. Yeah, you know I, why? I do, because I you would a hundred percent have told me if you had more or less than two. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. If I had one ball, I would be talking about that all the time. Constantly, dude. Um, yeah, because I know I know people that have one ball. I know a couple of people that only have one ball, and I talk yeah, to same. them about it constantly. Yeah, I'm like, how's your one ball doing? They're like, still good. I'm like, cool. What's that feel like? <laughs> yeah, just I'm just such. A, I, I'm a curious little kitten. Yeah, you know uh-huh, what I mean. Uh-huh. Like. Like, uh, I, I try to keep, I, I, I try to keep, uh, you know, uh, like, like people who like to share around me, right? Cause people who don't like to share don't like me very much oh, because God. I love sharing and I love being shared with. Uh, so it, it, it like, it, it, you know, it's very difficult for me to, to, uh, hang out with like, uh, like a gay friend and not be like, so what's gay sex like? Tell me about it. <laughs> you know, like, so, so what's that like? I know we had an entire podcast, you- like a Patreon podcast, where you talked to my uh, former lesbian friend about being a lesbian. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. We need to get we need to get the gay male perspective. Um, I think at some point. Do I know uh, any gay men off the top of my head? I I sh- I'm sure if you're a gay man and you uh, have a lot of experience with gay sex, uh, email us at Bonsai Pop Team at gmail.com uh and you know maybe we'll have you on the podcast for a couple minutes because that would be that would be i would love to pick your brain um about grinder you know about about meetups uh you know uh, about about what it's like to be two men sitting around and horny and how that works right because the way that i would imagine it right because you know i i'm a dude i had friends uh and I could only imagine getting into a lot of competitions, right? Like, I bet I could fit this in my butt. Oh, well, if you could do that, then I could fit this in my butt. And then, you know, <laughs> just going from there. Uh, that's kind of how I, that's how you think I it happens. imagine it. And I I want to be proven right, right? I think that's all we want in this life is validation, right? And sure. I think, I yeah. So, <laughs> JM says, I feel that's just you, Mike. Uh, it could be. So that's why we need uh, we need a source, you know. We need a source. We need somebody to we come need an in independent and, and talk about it. <laughs> right, right. Uh, because because the the you know, gay is a rainbow, right? There's all sorts of colors within it. Totally. And yeah, I mean, I'm Everything's like rainbow, I'm really. sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's very <laughs> for, except for the straight flag. That that thing is. <laughs> what is it was it is it just is it just like have you not seen like the the, like straight flag hold on straight no show me the straight flag the straight flag yeah there are some things you don't need a flag for yeah okay hold up there's something (laughs) something you don't need a flag what is a tarnisher cole uh there you go that's the straight flag oh my god (laughs) that is depressing i know it looks it, like prison it's, uniform. It's, if you, it's it's almost as if you burned a uh, the male and, and female uh, symbols onto a zebra. That's what this looks like. Yeah. Well, that would be a very that would be a very. Uh, uh, it, it's a very just 
what is it? One, two, three, four. It's five uh, stripes going black, white, black, white, black. With and in the middle, it has the interlinked uh, gender symbols also in black. It looks. But the awful. female symbol is sideways. Why is the female symbol sideways? Is that because the the lady's laying down? I I don't know. And the dude is like sitting on her face. I did not getting a salad toss. I, I did not. Uh, create this flag i don't know the the history behind it really but why is the woman's symbol not the right i think they were trying i think that's their way of making it look uh artistic i don't know i i feel like i feel like this flag says a lot more than that i feel like the woman is laying down uh, because whoever would fucking fly this flag has got to be a fucking misogynist. Probably, yeah. That's that's a <laughs> so, very good point. And, and the woman lays down, uh, and or cooks. You know what I mean? But yeah, that, that's um, the, she, uh, she's the laying down to produce babies. Flag, I believe is how that came about. That is like being straight is not something you need to have uh, to, like like pride in. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying that like there's nothing special interesting unique or i mean i mean well i mean i don't know i guess if you are like one of the what like like five percent of people that are 100 percent straight well no then, it's, you know it's, it's just i guess that, maybe like, you are a you, butterfly you've never been persecuted for your choices <laughs> that's true or, or for your true. Uh, preferences that's that's what that flag means your preferences, yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of straight people that have been persecuted for the choices, choices that, yeah. <laughs> that they've made while being straight. Uh, there's a lot of, yeah, there's definitely been a lot of uh, straight men who have done uh, some terrible things. Ted Bundy was there a straight go. man. Yeah. That's one. Uh, he, he did some terrible things. Um, it, that that is, a, that is a horrible design. This is exactly the design that I would expect from somebody who's very proud of being straight. Karis says, I think the black, black and, and white, white color stripes. scheme is in support of a black and white worldview. That seems Ooh. very realistic, Karis. I totally I, agree. I, that, uh, excellent analysis, yeah. Karis says. I, that, that's great. Jam says I'd fly that flag. Yeah, I'm sure. Jam, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wow. This has been this has been great so far. Yeah. This has you, been fantastic. You, you want to talk about some like anime? I have so much anime to talk about. I also have uh, anime to talk about. Um, there is one last. Uh, we we should probably check in on on uh, the war in Ukraine. Oh yeah 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 sure because because it's still happening. Well, of course. Which you know if. If you're going to be attacked by Russia mm-hmm. and you're a small country that's new to the global mm-hmm. stage, right? And because, because guys, all right, I know, I know, like, if there's anybody in, in, in Gen Z or whatever the fuck comes after that, uh, that are, that are listening to this, the 90s was not that long ago, all no, right? No, it wasn't that long. It feels like, feels like yesterday I got, I got, uh, my Furby for Christmas. <laughs> um, but, you know, fucking Ukraine is putting up a fight. They're doing great. They're, they're kicking ass. You know what I mean? I mean, don't get me wrong. It, what's going on over there is horrible. There's atrocities. I mean, like, you know, I was talking to my grandfather about it the other day. And, uh, you know, like, or my grandmother, too. And she was talking about, like, the rapes that are happening. And, you know, like, because we were talking about, you know, like, how, how, how the fuck does a country the size of Russia, 
right? With, uh, with a fucking, just like, they have a history. The Russian military has a history of being so fucking powerful. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like body count aside, Mm -hmm. right? The Russians have a history of being unconquerable. Russia has never, ever been conquered. Not even, not even like you know. I mean, Genghis Khan did a good job. I was gonna say, kicking ass I was gonna say, maybe, maybe the Huns, but he he went into Europe. He kicked a bunch of ass, but then he left. He had to leave. Mm. Um. So so like, you know, and and the cool thing about the about about the uh you know uh sorry Genghis Khan, um, cool thing about them is that uh, like one of their one of their things they were such good archers that one of their tactics is that they would run into a battle, smack some people around and then run away. And then they, everybody would think that they were retreating. Right. So mm-hmm. they would chase them down. Right. And then these motherfuckers would turn all the way around on their horses, ride them backwards and kill everybody chasing them. Yeah. That's pretty that was one of their tactics. Fucking genius, dude. Um, so yeah, so, so he, you know, Genghis Khan definitely kicks some Russian ass, but it's not like he took over, I don't think I've ever Russia. heard Genghis Khan before. Th- that's the that's the appropriate. I mean, way to pronounce it. Uh, Dan is Carlin is very to pronounce gif too. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, Dan Carlin is very like if you if you listen to the, uh, Dan Carlin, he the way he says Genghis Khan, <laughs> like <laughs> he's really he's, he's really very, trying to make it a worldwide thing, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He's 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 really trying to be he's really trying to be real about it. Um. But yeah, so so Russia Russia is known as this very powerful country. The people from Russia are are they're big people, you know, on on average, right? It's it's part of human biology. The more northern you are, generally the bigger you are. That's just I don't know what it is. I, <laughs> I was listening to somebody and they were like, I, is, I think it's so they can see over the snow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I have to cut know. you off for a minute just because you know you know that thing where like you start talking about something and then you start seeing it everywhere. Yeah, I, I can't believe that I just stumbled upon a tweet about a titanium cock ring. Uh, oh, that's just that's just your internet watching you. Yeah, it's just if you come to the ER with a titanium cock ring that you cannot get off, our ring cutters are not sharp and strong enough to cut it, which will result in us having to call the fire department to get their diamond saw, which is a very undesired experience for everyone involved. <laughs> <laughs> if you buy a penis ring, okay... That's your fault. I will blame that victim. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like if you if you if you if you need to bling your ding, all right. If you if you feel that drive, I I I think uh, if you end up needing that cut off by a firefighter with a diamond saw, then that's you know that's your own fault. That's your fault. Okay. That's your fault. There's nobody to blame but you. Um, you bought a a ring for your penis, uh, which. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's a. I mean, it's not like you're showing it to people, right? You know. Well, I not not every day. I hope. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I would hope that's you know, a special occasion, third date sort of thing that you might put on. You know. Yeah, and then get left. <laughs> when you whip out I didn't bling say there would be a fourth like, date. You know. <laughs> hey, so uh, you want to see something cool? <laughs> 
what the fuck? You, you, you like you like have, you like go to like a a play or something, and you go through like a metal detector, and they're like, yeah, and it goes off, and you're like, don't worry bing, about bing, it. Bing, bing. <laughs> yeah, do, yeah, yeah, it's for later. Don't worry about it. Like unless you want to see it, you know what I mean. But <laughs> what the what the fuck? But no, look, it's got a, it's got like a bike chain around it, right? That's super cool, super neat. <laughs> it's like a fidget um, spinner. Hold on, I'm getting a text. Uh, it's from my mom. I, I'm sorry, I really gotta go. Uh, I had fun tonight, though. It was awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so the war the war in Ukraine um, is still going on. There's a lot of atrocities happening. It's very it's very shitty, but uh, you know, Ukraine is really putting up that fight, and um, it's 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 uh it's inspiring, you know, um, to not to stand up to the bullies and to not let them uh fucking scare you into into laying down you know uh but in 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 the propaganda machine in russia is fucking crazy right now dude like they're the the poor people in russia that don't have access to the wider um world are i mean their brains are being fucked Mm -hmm. by the propaganda machine um and I mean, we are we are pinching those rich fucking Russians. We are pinching them so hard, dude. Like, like so. Hopefully, between the sanctions and the war going terribly for Russia again, this is embarrassing. Okay, highly, highly embarrassing. First of all, the Russians are going. Uh, the the Russian uh, uh, fucking narrative right now is that they are denazifying. Ukraine. Oh my god. You didn't know that? I, I did, that's but I've had forgotten. That's their whole <laughs> That's their whole like so 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 the Russians excuse is that no, we're 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 trying to kill the Nazis. All the Nazis in Ukraine. And it's like I'm sitting here in 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 America and I'm like, "We got Nazis? Come here." <laughs> like kill them. We got fucking FBI files on. We know where they live, dude. Come on, Russia. Come kill our Nazis. Do it for us because we won't because you know, land of the free and all that, free speech, whatnot. But like if you come here and you do it, that, that our hands are clean. It's not our fault that you just happen to get our FBI CIA files on all these fucking, you know, underground anonymous uh, internet fucking cabals and shit like that. Yeah, no, come here and kill our Nazis. Stop fucking around with the fucking Ukraine. You know what I mean? Um, but obviously they're not going after Nazis. They're just trying to, they're just trying to fucking, you know, they're trying to flex nuts. That's what it is because Putin is a, is a paranoid, uh, tiny little man. And he's he's a big scared boy, and he hasn't really done anything except make gay people feel bad and uh, you know whatnot. So he he's trying to reinvigorate the 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 glory of the the Soviet Union, you know, take mm-hmm. back the land and and all that shit. And uh, it's not working out very well. Like, what's good? Fuck him. Could could you imagine America trying to? invade and take over mexico and not being able to do it it just failing you know miserably yeah i mean like like russia is like on a global stage has essentially been shown to be like hey you're fucking stupid and dumb and everybody hates you now <laughs> Yeah. You made a really, really bad mistake, and you're just doubling down on it. 
but like a military with that with that supposed power right not being able to handle ukraine is insane they're not winning you know like like it's it's just right, fragile says russia hasn't been at the u.s level for a long time yes that's true that's true but it but it is it is kind of on the same uh kara says it doesn't help that half the military there doesn't want to be there. that's also true right you know because like ukraine used to be a part of russia again 90s not that long ago right we're talking family relationships here mm-hmm. you know like like there are plenty of russians that are related to ukrainians plenty of ukrainians that are related to russians plenty of russians in ukraine you know it's not just ukrainian citizens that live in ukraine and are having to deal with this invasion it's it's people from all over the world that live in ukraine ukraine is like a fucking nice place you know kind of like they, you know it was definitely it was up and coming they had a lot of arts they had a lot of you know all sorts of stuff I did, like i never knew shit about ukraine until uh before this conflict so well i think we you know we talked about it a little bit during our monster video there was definitely oh, some that's fair uh, some, that's true yeah there was some stuff that you know had to had to be done about about ukraine and that um of course it wasn't it wasn't ukraine back then um but yeah so like it, it, it was the ukraine because it was part of the you know the soviet russia it was the breadbasket of mm-hmm. soviet russia i mean you you know ukraine is good land that's what you know that's part of the reason russia russia wants it back it's really good land um but yeah uh so <laughs> jam says i blame the millennials for poor russian military <laughs> <laughs> I, we are not, uh, we are not, you know, a, a generation that really wants to fight anymore. Yeah, uh, because those of us who did for, went to Iraq. Yeah, it, I, our generation yeah. has been fighting for as long as we can fucking remember. Like America mm-hmm. has been in wars overseas, or not wars because not technically wars because America doesn't go to war anymore. Uh, yeah, we just have conflicts. We just have, we have arguments now. with bullets. Yeah. Uh but but we we have had troops overseas since as long as I can remember. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so so when I was in high school, um we had uh you know, we had military recruiters at our football games. Mm-hmm. Constantly, soccer games, football games, hockey games, they were just watching and afterwards they would find the best athletes and they'd be like, "Hey, you want to join the Marines?" <laughs> and a lot of them fucking did. And a lot of them went out to Iraq and Afghanistan, and a lot of them came back fucked. Fucked up. Yeah, I'm sure. And nobody wants to fucking do that. Nobody wants to do that, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whenever you're whenever you're in... Uh, and that's the, the same thing that's going to happen to Russians, right? Because they went into somebody else's territory. These people know their land. They know the lay of it. They know where they can go. They know where they can hide. And they're going to fucking kill you. And you're not going to see it coming. And that's what the same thing that was the deal with Iraq, too. Uh, and, and with Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, I mean, like, not only do you have this this guerrilla warfare type thing, but you also have guerrilla warfare that using weapons that we gave to them. <laughs> we gave them those weapons. <laughs> like, you know, like they got fucking RPGs. They got fucking good machine guns. Yeah. It, like, you know, there's there's so many hills and holes and, and, and dunes to hide in. And like, like, you know, uh, you, then you add the religion on top of it and you got little kids with fucking bombs strapped to them, dude. Like, yeah, you're going to fuck up your soldiers, dude. For the, for the, for the 0.05% of people that go to war to fucking kill people, Mm -hmm. because that is, that, that does happen, right? 
you know, that does happen. There are people who want to fucking kill people. Um, as we can see with this, with this Russian invasion and some of the atrocities that are being done, right? There are Russian soldiers that, I mean, there was like a fucking 87 year old woman that got raped by a Russian soldier, dude. Like that is, and he went outside afterwards and dumped his chest and shot his fucking gun in the air and stuff, uh, allegedly, but I'm, I have no reason to doubt this lady, right? You know, there are people that like and want to kill and they go to war and that's where they, you know, that's where they belong and that's where they're happy and you know, yada, yada. Uh, but like, not that I'm championing that in any fucking way, you know, it's just like, but for the most part, I don't think anybody wants to fucking kill anybody, especially not civilians, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's a terrible thing. That's, and, 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 and I think a lot of the, a lot of what we're seeing with modern warfare and we're seeing with soldiers coming back from modern warfare is that the battlefield is so different, so integrally different than society that the 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 snap between those two things is 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 catastrophic to the human brain right Right. because society is is relatively safe i mean not so much like i mean don't get me wrong america's like we're having issues It's safer than war, yeah. And we don't see people getting shot all the time. You know, like, as it, like it's... It, it, in, in modern America, I would argue that the majority of people have not seen a murder. You know? Right. It, whereas in the 1800s, I would say probably the majority of people have seen a murder or two. You know? We like, or a duel. Or something, you know, like, something like that. Right. Uh, So when you go to war in a time where, you know, a lot of a lot of disputes were settled with violence because that was really the only way to do it. You know, when you're building a society and you don't have correction facilities set up and you don't have this, that and the other thing, when you have a problematic person, you fucking kill them. Right. Because it's the only way to ensure that they're not going to do it again. You know, like very strict rules. So, and people would go out and watch it. They'd be like, oh yeah, an execution, fun. Ooh, hanging. Yay. You know, like that kind of stuff. So, so back then going to war, it was a different kind of feeling. It was like, yeah, I'm going to go win honor. I'm going to go, you know, win some glory. I'm going to go do some violence. And you know, that, that's going to be it. Nowadays, it's like you're taking boys off the football field, putting them into a fucking bunker in a desert and they're getting shot at left and right. And then they got to fucking kill people. And then they got to be scared of little kids because these little kids got fucking bombs on them. You know what I mean? It's just, it's so different. It's such a, it's such a, 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 such a violent change. And then they come back and they're like, how am I not supposed to be paranoid? Right. You know, like, how am I supposed to, to, to reintegrate myself into society, which is, you know, when I've been on edge for years, Right. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, it, like it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to do it anymore. Because, and that's that's something that like I I constantly like this is is one of those things one of those stressful things that like drives me nuts now, uh, like picks up my brain is the expectations of modern humans versus the reality of modern humans. We are expected to be mentally evolved past this bullshit, but we're not. Right. We're not. You know, we're, like not all of us. We're expected not to all be mentally us. evolved past shit, and yet we have like the highest rates of you know m- mental health issues ever. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the fucking coronavirus, man. I know. Like, like look at it. I'm like, aware. We, not only as a nation, we have absolutely fucking failed as a nation to protect ourselves against this. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not, you know, like people tried, people tried to do the right thing, but the people that didn't, the people that deliberately did not try to do the right thing, fucked it up. And we failed. Coronavirus is here to stay, guys. It's going to come back and come back and come back. This is life now. That's just a fact. That's why the government is trying to fucking ignore it, right? Yep. And the thing is, it's spiking again. But we 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 don't have the numbers. We don't have the data anymore because A, it's taken a backseat, and B, the government gave out all of those fucking coronavirus testing kits, right? So now everybody's got two to four kits at home, some more, and when you're using those kits and you're testing positive, you're not going into the data bank. So the numbers are fucked. They could be three to five, three to five times higher than they are. Right. Like, 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 you know, in, in the, in the, in the banks. So we don't know. Right. But I'll tell you what, my doctor has COVID. A lot of people in her office have COVID. Uh, uh Stephanie you know, and then Jim Sterling has COVID, I believe. Jesus Christ. I believe they just well, put out a they, video saying I ha- I got COVID. Yeah, well, they live in Philly now, I believe, so that's not surprising to me at all. Philly has been, like, yeah, it, fucking it's, awful. Yeah, it's whelp, I got COVID, Maybe. the gym position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you know, again, and, and as a species we have failed to protect ourselves from this. And while uh, Meeple Puppet says, yeah, it's, it's the new flu. And yes, it is a new flu, but it's SARS. You know what I mean? Like, like death, people die from the flu, you know, uh, like people die from the flu every year. There's many, many, many deaths from the flu, but death from the flu versus the terrifying, horrifying death from coronavirus is very different. You know, Mm -hmm. like I would much rather die from the flu. Uh, You know, the flu is like a classic death. You kind of puke a lot and you poop a lot and, you know, you get really tired and you get dehydrated and you kind of die. The coronavirus, you suffocate to death on your own fucking lung. You know what I mean? (laughs) Plus all that other shit. It's terrible. It's terrible. And then if you get coronavirus, you could get long COVID and then you just be fucked for the rest of your life. I mean, don't get me wrong. Literally, like Devin has this kidney problem, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing called, uh, um, God damn it. Uh, IGA nephropathy. Okay. And what it is, is it's, it's an immuno system, uh, compromisation, right? Because she got sick one time, not with anything special, right? Anytime you get a, a, an infection or a viral infection, uh, you, your body can turn on you. And you could get what she has, right? Uh, they believe she got it from having strep throat. I've had strep. I'm sure you've had strep. Uh, yeah, I mean, ages ago, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, something as simple like that can essentially, like, ruin your life. You know what I mean? Like, Devin, is, Devin has been lucky so far, you know, but every time something stressful happens, like, her kidneys take a shot. You know, uh, like, and, and the problem is, is that, you know, like 
it, her her kidneys are, are killing themselves essentially and and if she ever gets a, a transplant if it gets to that point it doesn't help right because it's not her kidneys it's her immune system it's an immune response so then the immune response will kill those kidneys eventually too mm. so and that just happens from getting sick like people don't like uh, again it comes down to the fact that people are ignorant to this shit they don't understand that like you know you can get sick and it can change your life right and it doesn't matter if it's a fucking strep throat it doesn't matter if it's a fucking flu and these assholes have been walking around without fucking masks on you know coughing sneezing uh, this whole time yelling screaming starting fights on planes fucking punching grocery store workers in the face like what the fuck is wrong with you who do, what how do you become that person who taught you life? <laughs> you, you know? Asking the it's real terrible. questions. It's t- singing Christian songs on planes without a mask, mind you. None of those fuckers had masks on. Um, but yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's my rant. Um, go Ukraine. Keep it up. Good job. Fuck you, Putin. Uh, nobody wants to tell Putin how bad his fucking invasion is going, which is also really funny. So I'm sure Putin's sitting around in his fucking, you know, scaredy cat bunker feeling really good about this super embarrassing war that's going on. Mm. Um, so, you know, hopefully one day he'll find out either that or his backers are going to be like, uh, you know what, dude, this isn't fucking worth it. I've lost all my money. So why don't you go kill yourself? You know, um, hopefully that'll happen. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Who knows? Uh, but Tyler, yeah. I think it's time that I asked you the, the important question. How was your anime week? Thank you for waking me up. Man, I've, I've been having some anime weeks, let me tell you, dude. I've been watching all sorts of stuff. Uh, I've watched through Comey Can't Communicate because you had recommended that. Tyler, I- I gotta, I gotta, I gotta cut you off for a second. Yeah. What is a tarnisher? <laughs> Why do people keep calling me a tarnisher? Well, I don't know. Does that have something to do with Elden Ring? <laughs> I don't know. I, that's, but that was, that's my, that's my, okay, tarnisher. I'm looking it up on fucking, uh, f- uh, f- one who or that which tarnishes. Thanks, dictionary. <laughs> uh, what what is this? I don't know. What is this? Why is everybody laughing at me? I, what, it's in the chat. Well, I, tarnisher. Okay, search tarnisher. <laughs> I'm looking up tarnisher here. Uh, tell us what you've been watching lately. Tarnisher. Preach it. Tarnisher. I know. Mike is now tarnisher. Uh, oh, uh, Senator Armstrong. Wait, this is Kazume. Uh, whenever the luster of being tarnished erodes, time to dust off the relic of bygone ages. <laughs> happening i don't understand. i don't know dude just 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 roll with it it's yours now <laughs> okay it, it definitely has something to do with elden ring yeah okay uh i assume i don't know i'm fucking dumb um so yeah anyway so comey son you watched uh yeah or, watched, or, sorry comey yeah i watched comey can't communicate which was great that was a great recommendation on your part uh it was it was really fun it was really it was fun. fun it was cute it, the animation especially episode one fantastic uh yes. like it, it was really impressive they they do a re- lot of really cool stuff that like looks like uh manga framing and they do some really good stuff with words and and, and just font in general uh that i really really mm-hmm. like um and uh yeah just just fun all around plus it has like some sort of you know like mental health stuff in it you know or like not not mental health but like social trauma or or just being unable to connect socially and making it clear it's like this is something that people have and it's not 
that they don't want to connect with you. It's just that they have trouble doing it. You know, I, I, I really, really yeah. enjoyed that. They basically said that every single video. And I'm like, oh, they're really trying to like, you know, push, push, that push some awareness here on top of everything. Yeah. It was really nice. Uh, that was fucking great. Um, uh, Tyler figured it out. What? I figured it out. Tarnisher is my comic book name because my skin erodes metal. Ah, yes, I see. Thank you, Cole. That's, a, that's, that's not bad. It's a pretty good name. It's not bad. I like it. It's a pretty good name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's in in topical. Yeah, uh, I could trend. Yeah, but yeah. yeah so yeah. who's your huh? who's your favorite character in Comey? Oh, the uh, well, I mean Comey's great, but I think my favorite character is the I can't remember her name, but the pink eye girl who everything is dragons. <laughs> the pink eye girl, everything is dragons. Yeah, she's like the D and D nerd. Oh, oh, oh! Are you talking to the chick with the with the, with the eye, patch. eye patch? Yeah, because she has. Oh, pink you eye. mean uh, you mean fucking? Uh, Can't the, think of her name. Uh, the the character. Kenosuba character. She's literally she's literally fucking uh, Megamine from Kenosuba. Really? Yeah, uh, yeah. Basically, uh, look at look at fucking uh, Megamine. They're the same. Fu- uh, sorry, she's not wearing her eye patch in that one. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. girl is great. She's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. She's she's fucking Megamine. Uh, I can kind of see it. They have they have like the same personality too. Where like like Megamine is constantly like making shit up about like you know it's 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 funny. Uh, it's very like I saw her. I was like, oh, Megamine's in this. Um, Chunibyo. Ch- uh, yeah, I, I, I love I love that character. The episode where they go over to her house and play Super Swamp Bros. Like the yeah. Super Swamp Bros <laughs> is a great good. rendition of Super Smash Bros. It was so funny. And what it's like to play with a noob too. Yeah, it was it was just a great episode all around. It was a really fun show to watch. I really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, very bingeable. Super bingeable. Um, like like Grant doesn't really watch anime, and he watched like I would say at least four or five episodes of that with me. Yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to stand up and walk away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the new season starts on the twenty second, I believe. Oh, dude! Like this month? Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck! Awesome. Yeah. So there should be new episodes like every week. That's great. Um, yeah, I liked. Uh, I really liked the um, the and like the gender androgynous. Oh character. yeah, that would be uh, shit. What's their name? Uh. I can't, their, their names are so complicated. Um, fucking. Uh, I, I rem- oh my god! It, it's uh, Najimi. That's it. Yeah, Najimi. Najimi. Fucking the jokes, dude. Najimi's, the jokes are great. Najimi's very funny as well. Uh, and I also yeah. really appreciate that there is like a non-binary character, and they're just like, yep. Yeah. Also, they're the most popular person. Know everyone, and they're great. Yeah, and, and like the jokes around it are really funny. Um, you know what I mean? Like, like I remember when when they go over uh, main character Coon's house, um, and uh, his sister's like, "You've changed." <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, but it's not. You know, it, nothing. It's not like bad or anything like that. Um, and then, dude, some of the fucking that shit, that crazy stalker chick uh, uh, the, is great. The like Sundere one. Yeah, the one that's constantly trying to get fucking Comey to, like, suck on things. <laughs> fucking banana, dude. Like, I got this banana. Like, <laughs> dude, those fucking jokes were, like, yeah, it, they were a, killing it's me. It's a show that has, like, a really, really nice message. Is super cute most of the time. And then has some, like, kind of, like, 
off the cuff, like scruffy humor in it too. It's it's got a, a, something yeah. for everybody, really. Yeah, there's it's it, it's like very quick raunch. Yes, you know what I mean. They'll throw it in and immediately, like you know, it, it's it's just funny. Yeah, um, it's very funny and well done. Um, also, uh, like it, it's 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 definitely strange. Uh, like, like there are strange aspects of the show where like Comey, um, who basically like, if you haven't watched it, it's this girl that is terrified to speak out loud to other people. Like she's, she'll write, you know, and stuff like that. But something about speaking for her is, is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like it, it is a, it's, I don't, I've never met anybody with, with it this bad, but I have definitely met people that just like won't talk in group situations. Yeah, totally. Um, just because like for whatever reason the social anxiety is like paralyzing um but uh she's also like exalted right it could be because she's like the most beautiful girl right. in the she, school she's the most popular um, girl in the school uh and everybody he loves her but she can't talk yeah to any and of them. and and yeah and it's weird it's weird that it like it there's there's you know, because I was talking to I was talking to Devin about it, and I was like, I feel like there's like a strange dark undertone to to this. You know, with the way that the way that like they're treating her versus the way that she feels, and like the the the, the sexualization of her, mm-hmm. um, and and like it's it's very strange. Like you can look at the show in in a lot of different ways. Yeah, totally. Uh, and that's just, I mean, that's just my job to do that and, like, look at it and just, like, you know. I mean, I um, totally yeah, that noticed is the that, thing too, of, like, you know, yeah, the school is fucking weird, Jam. Uh, but but also, it's, like, you know, this idea that somebody's so beautiful, it, it, they obviously have to be the most popular person. Everybody loves them, but then nobody's willing to talk to them because they don't feel, like, worthy or on, like, the same yeah. level of them. So, so Comey yeah. feels, like, super alone because she can't talk to anybody and nobody's willing to talk to her because she's so quote-unquote popular you know it, yeah. it, it, it definitely hits on that vein of like you don't really know what's going on in somebody else's head yeah exactly and and it also hits on the on the vein of like you know it it, it shows that like if you're good looking enough you don't have to fucking even talk you know what i mean because <laughs> yeah, like people will just people will just love you anyway um but uh yeah it like it, that's the other thing is that everybody in the school is like the, the whole school is built off of people being very strange, you know, mm-hmm. um, which makes the main character strange because he's just fucking. A well, normal, he's the foil, you know? right? He's the foil to literally yeah. everybody else in the show. Yeah, he's 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 main character. Coon. Yeah, like, I don't even care what his name is. You know, I like, <laughs> I mean, he, that sounds right. Something something like that. He's sweet. He's a sweet guy with a with a weird thing on his head. I don't know what that is. He's got I like a it's flower supposed to be a cowlick, but on it like, his head, moves. Yeah, but it's his hair. Yeah, it's weird. I think it's yeah, just a cowlick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he and he, you know, he used to be a, a, a dork. Like, what was that? What was he? Was he like trying to be like a Yakuza kind of something like, one like point, that? You know? Yeah. And then he was trying like, to be cool. He, <laughs> yeah, he was trying to be cool. Um, and he got turned down. And the like the dude. There's some. There's some jokes in it. Did you watch it dubbed or subbed? Uh, I watched it dubbed. Okay, I watched it subbed. Um. And, uh, like, there's this really funny part where at the school festival, um, like, people are doing rooftop confessions, mm-hmm. I guess it was, like, part of this. I don't know if that's a thing. Uh, I didn't bother to, like, look into it. But at these rooftop confessions, like, one guy goes up there and he's like, 
He's like, I have a confession. I love, uh, you know, uh, Kaguya. And <laughs> instantly they're like, I don't love you back. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that was like, pretty like funny. Shit like that. It's just, there's like really fucking snappy, uh, funny fucking uh, moments in it. And it's just, it's good. And there's like, what, like three or four scenarios per episode? Yeah, it, it's, it's sort of like Kaguya-sama where there's like three episodes in one, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Kotaro Lives Alone is like that as well. Um, but yeah, uh, Komi-san is great. Uh, we're late on that. Yeah, totally. Everybody else has already talked about it. Everybody else has already made her waifu numero uno, which, you know, I mean, everybody, everybody does that with everything. I, I as like, I think Kagi is way better. Um, but well, you know, as, as, as like, we're doing waifu wars here, sure. I think Kagi is way better. Uh, but, um, that's something else I'm watching though, is Kaguya-sama. Season two? Yeah. Oh, no, no. Season three. I thought. Oh, okay. I thought you didn't like season two. No, I, I think I like season two. Oh, I if I I thought I remembered you saying it wasn't as good as season one. I said that about Dragon Maid. Hmm. Uh, but I but, I don't know. but there was a reason I didn't watch season two of Kaguya-sama. Somebody told me it wasn't that good. Oh, I don't know. Well, no. I I've How's been watching season three, season three and it's yeah. it's been fun so far. It's it's the same old same old. You know, like light slash L levels of, of big brains, but their fucking emotions get in the way. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that, that fucking show it like is maybe somebody told me the animation had like taken a drop or something like that. Like, mm. I'm not entirely sure what it was, but yeah, I mean, I, I tried reading Kaguya Sama after uh, the first season cause I liked it so much yeah. and it just didn't have the same, like it really felt like the anime kind of elevated that one a lot. Yeah, I can um, see that for sure. Because some of the animation yeah. that they do for like the thinking sections or like the the back and forth in their in their heads is so good. Oh yeah, like the the intensity and the speed mm-hmm. and and the you know it's very snappy and witty and yeah, I, it really I showed it was good. Uh, I showed Grant because uh, you know how there's like that ramen episode of Comey can't communicate or that ramen like section yes. of an episode. Uh, Grant watched that and I was like, do you want to see the best ramen episode of anything ever? And then I threw on the Kaguya-sama, uh, like section with, uh, with Chika and the, the like ramen head guy. I don't, I don't remember. Is that for season one? I think that that might be season two. I'm not sure. If if you haven't seen that, you should watch it it, because it's fucking hilarious. It's it's Chika (laughs) going into a, uh, a ramen place. Yeah. That's, that's a gift from it. Uh, uh, JM, but yeah, it's Chica going into a ramen place, and this other guy had walked in before her, and this guy's like one of like the ramen like yakuza heads, you know, like his entire life is ramen. He, all he cares yes, okay, about. Okay, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he and basically like she's like perfect at eating ramen or well, something he, like he that. Well, he thinks like, that she's the... just like a regular person, doesn't know what she what he's doing or what she's doing, and then her, like, plan comes into motion, and he goes, like, oh, you know, and gets amazed by, like, her order, and, and then she, like, goes for the garlic at the end and drinks the whole thing, and, like, both him and the, the chef are, like, rooting for her. It's a great fucking, like, ten-minute section. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really good. I, I That also reminds me of uh, something I wanted to mention, like, when we were talking about Comey can't communicate is uh the other thing that that show is really good at is kind of showing what it's like for other people when you're around somebody who can't mm, like mm-hmm. communicate because like 
I'm a I'm a talky guy. I talk a lot. Yep. Uh, so quiet people freak me out, right? Because I don't know what the fuck they're thinking, you know. Uh, so it's like the misunderstandings that happen uh, with Comey not being able to to talk and the assumptions that are brought on through that because she's beautiful um, are are very interesting. Um, one of the episodes I think that kind of uh, showed that best was. Um, when she was waitressing at the uh, maid booth oh, that they yeah, did yeah, the for the school the festival. Yeah. That shit was so funny. It's with the guy who's just like the, the totally normal guy who's like also a maid otaku yep. um, decides to go in and they basically have this misunderstanding where he thinks that she is like acting like the cold shoulder maid uh, who queen. is kind of like, yeah, the ice queen who's like kind of being mean to him while she's just trying to say, thank you for, thank you for coming, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It's very easy for those, uh, you know, like things like that to be misconstrued because communication is, I mean, it is arguably the most important skill that human beings have uh, and the most important skill that you can, that you can have uh, in your, in your bat belt you know um like if you are good at communicating you can do anything you know what i mean like like if you are if you are a good talker you can i mean uh did you ever see you probably didn't watch inventing uh anna i think was the name of the show okay so basically it's based on a true story about this girl from russia who went to new york city and basically brought like not she she talked her way into convincing banks to support her with millions and millions of dollars to buy one of the most expensive buildings in new york city uh to create a club for the elite Mm. right so she talked her way into like the like into the circles of you know the richest people on wall street the uh fucking um you know the 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 best fashion designers in the country you know some of the most important people in new york city right a 22 year old girl from russia she completely lied about her backstory she completely lied about fucking everything Mm -hmm. and was able to do that like that's you you could just people are people are easy to like you know what i mean like it, you can just you can talk your way into anything dude in this country so so i mean i'm not saying to do that that's obviously a bad thing she's a criminal she went to jail <laughs> for, for 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 fraud um but you know what I, like it like it's that power somebody told her to lie on her powerful. resume and she really took it and ran with it yeah 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 exactly um but yeah like being able to being able to communicate can i mean it can stop wars it can it can unite people uh it can it can heal people um if you use the power for good right a lot of people don't a lot of people use it for personal profit and personal gain and you know all sorts of stuff like that so but yeah it's you know i just wanted i just wanted to point that out you know uh, it, it it it's very easy to um to get the wrong idea uh, you know especially especially from from people that uh aren't as good as communi- at communicating so before you get the wrong idea you know just just try and figure it out you know don't don't assume because uh assuming is 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 a bad thing it's a bad thing hurts people right what are the, what's the old adage makes it a, a, an ass out of you, you and me, me. yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> it's dumb, but it's true. Uh, so, so yeah, so Comey, and then you're watching Kaguya season three. Uh, Kaguya season three is bit like more of the same stuff, which I mean that makes sense. I, I would imagine there has to be some kind of uh, narrative development at some point, right? I mean, how long can uh, I? I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, like how long can something stand on the same joke? You know? Yeah, I I don't know. We'll see. Has there has there been no narrative development? Not like, there's been really. no. I mean, they they get they get somewhat closer. You know, like more more uh they're more willing to do things for each other or to stop each other from doing things that they don't want the other to do kara says the manga developed a lot waluigi says that the manga is at chapter 260 yeah so we got we got <laughs> time we got right. time well that i mean that's the thing about komi-san right because uh sammy the hammy told me to check out the manga for komi-san it's like 375 chapters well, yeah, I mean, she wants to make a hundred friends. You're not going to make a friend in a chapter. <laughs> That's a lot of chapters. Yeah. For for a story with that plot. Yep. You know, <laughs> it's like fucking crazy. Um, Waluigi says uh, he binged um, Kaguya. And it only took him like 10 hours. I see. Yeah. I mean, I imagine it's probably a light read, you know. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Interesting. So, what else? What else have you been watching? Uh, so I'm I'm almost through with Trigun again because I'm gonna do a video or I'm gonna do a script on uh Nicholas D. Wolfwood. because uh, mm-hmm. I know when we first did our Trigun video, which is our top video on the channel now, I think. Uh, a lot of people asked for that, and right. it's been what two, three years since then. So why not revisit it now? Uh, yeah, and, and it's it's really interesting, you know, looking at it and specifically looking for episodes. Like, I'm watching the whole thing, but specifically, like, paying more attention to the episodes that he's in and what he says and his relationship with Vash. Uh, because the, the mangaka is one of the few mangaka, few uh, successful mangaka who's, who's actually Christian. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there, there's, you know, some good Christian theming going on in there. Like, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that, like, the gung ho guns are so, sort of supposed to be like horsemen of the apocalypse kind of thing, uh, mm-hmm. and like the the priest is like he he's supposed to be a uh, apparently I've done a little bit of research, but in the manga he's he's essentially an assassin, yep. uh, turned priest, you know, so he believes in killing but killing the correct people for their wrongdoings, and then Vash sort of is the one who is very Christian. Right. Right. <laughs> and then Vash is sort of the one who teaches him that you don't have to kill to stop the bad guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, right. it's really interesting. So I'm getting towards the end. I think I only have three or four episodes left, something like that. And I, I, mm-hmm. I know how Trigun ends, you know, I, I know what happens to, to Wolfwood and I know what happens with his weapon too. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting looking at it at that light and then trying to make a, a script off of it that's going to be interesting and, and far more religious than we typically get into and, and doing some more research into the mangaka. It's going to be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should we should keep we should keep the line about how it's very Christian to to kill <laughs> people that <laughs> they've been doing it for a long time. Yeah. Clearly, this guy knows his history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy this guy's hardcore Christian. He's he's got it figured out for sure. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, to be a Christian in Japan, you got to be a hardcore Christian. Yeah. You know, true. there's been a lot of persecution uh, on that religion in Japan over the past oh, yeah. 300 years or so. Um, but um, yeah, but yeah uh, the, so, the, uh, the other thing that I've been watching, uh, I just started yesterday. Um, shit, what's it called? Uh, Ranking of Kings. I've talked about it a couple times. I finally got around to actually watching it. Uh, mm-hmm. I got through the first episode and then watched 14 more. It's okay. really good. Is that another Netflix anime? No. That is... Uh, no? I've been watching it on Funimation. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it is one of my favorite anime I've watched in a long time. Nice. Uh, what's it about? Uh, it, it, essentially, what's it a, what, it, what it's about is a child who is deaf and dumb, can't talk, can't hear. Uh, he is the mm-hmm. prince to one of the top kings of the world, I guess you would call it. Uh, okay. His father is like ranked number seven in the ranking of kings. I don't exactly understand what the ranking of kings is yet, because that's not really... 14 episodes in? What? You still don't... 14 yeah, episodes in, it still really... hasn't explained it? I mean, it's a ranking of kings, but I don't understand yeah. why there is a ranking of kings yet. I, I haven't gotten okay. that context, but... Right. Uh, basically, his son would be to get the treasure, is what Meeple Puppet says. Yeah, there, there's there's a treasure that drives people mad, and every king that becomes number one picks the same treasure, and then they all die horribly or get driven insane. Nobody knows what the treasure is except for them. Uh, but basically, uh, his, his kid is deaf and dumb. People don't think he would make a good king. His father is basically going to die shortly and then does eventually die in the story. Um, and it's sort of this kid's journey from not being able to communicate with hardly anybody, having no friends to finding somebody who has his back, learning that even though he has no power, he's very good at dodging for various reasons and in developing this power through like, you know, sort of like a training program with a, with a, a mentor and then coming back and basically showing people up and being like, yo, I can't talk and I can't hear, but look how awesome I am. Uh, but there's all these like po- political things going on. He has a brother who assumes the throne after his dad said that he should assume the throne. Like, there's an entire mm-hmm. backstory of mystery of like some weird shit is happening behind the scenes, and it's not really clear which side the the old king was on or is on. Uh, there's a bunch of shit going on in that story. Interesting. Really so it's good. like Helen Keller fan fiction. Uh, no. No, <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. I'm gonna go with that. No. Helen Keller fan fiction. It's like a, it's like a, no. it's like a fucking dungeon master uh, wrote Helen Keller in as the main character. No, because he's not blind. That's true. That's true. So it's like Helen Keller with superpowers of sight. No. I mean, no. <laughs> come on, it's no. pretty close. So uh, what else? What else have you been watching? What else have I been watching? Uh. I know there's something else, but now I can't think of what it was. Uh, shit. What, what do you have? I, I literally can't remember what else I was watching. So, uh, uh, we got a new season of anime going on. Um, I decided to watch a couple, like, just uh, just check out a couple. Uh, one that caught my eye was The Wandering Knight Sets Out to Make a World, <laughs> Make the World a Better Place. Uh, oh, or wait, sorry. No, Skeleton Knight in Another That's World. That's the other one I was watching. Okay, keep going. Oh, uh, for the record, Ty? Yeah. It's spy family, whatever. Just like Hunter Hunter, uh, and people are getting really triggered about people using the X. X. Um, 
did you want to did you want to talk no, about no, go the, for, go about for spy years family? And we'll, we'll go back to mine. Okay, so uh, Skeleton Knight in Another World um, is a new isekai, uh, and you know it has the dude fell asleep playing a video game, wakes up in the video game. Um, but it's it's okay. So I'm going to. Uh, it's very it's very funny so far. Okay. Just in the first episode, I can tell that this is going to be a really good anime. Um, but. It starts out, so the idea is, is that, you know, obviously he's OP as fuck, he's got, like, you know, he's one of those MMO, like, junkies, he's got, like, the best armor, he's got, like, all his great weapons and and stuff like that. The problem is that he he took a skeleton avatar, Mm -hmm. Um, so in this world, he's a skeleton. Right. Under all under all the stuff, uh, so you know that's something that he it, like. I've only seen the first episode, so but it's it's right now it's something that he's keeping secret so he doesn't scare anybody. Um, and like I said, it's really funny. The art is really good. Uh, you know, it the first episode sets up some interesting plot development stuff, uh, but it starts off immediately, immediately with like a a horrifying rape scene. Um, which like like there's no there's no nudity and there's no actual like penetration or anything like that like like the dudes don't uh you know they're, they're not able to follow through because skeleton knight comes and fucking literally cuts them in half uh and saves the day and then it rewinds back to the beginning right but it like i mean before even a credit pops on the screen this is going on it starts with the woman screaming uh and I was like, what the fuck? You know, and then it turns into this very lighthearted, you know, like goofy fucking anime. And then it goes back to like basically how he ended up like saving them. So then it repeats the scene. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck? Uh, but then it's over. So I don't know if that's something that's going to like, I don't I, I, I like it's just really weird. Uh, Filibuster says that's like the only time anything like that happens. Yeah, it's it's a very strange way to start an anime, and it's not in the it's not like I mean we both watch Goblin Slayer, right? Right. You remember Goblin like Goblin Slayer is a good anime. Yeah, that was that was um, a while ago at this point. Fuck. Yeah, they and they haven't done a season two yet. It's been fucking nightmare. Um, but like yeah, so so I think you know if you can if you could deal with that intro scene being like shocking as fuck. Because uh, it really was. I was just, like, laying in bed. I was like, yeah, I'll check out some new anime. And, like, turned that on. Started with woman fucking screaming. Uh, I was like, okay. And then, um, just, I think it's going to be really good. I think it's going to be really good. Um, so, that one is definitely a recommend if you can, if you can handle that. Uh, some people can't. Um, and then I checked out, of all things, Love After World Domination, which is a ridiculous show about a super sentai falling in love with um i don't know what you would call the villains in a super sentai um so 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 basically think power rangers mm-hmm. um and the red ranger has fallen in love with the uh what was the chick's name morgana or what was the what was the bad lady which what was her name in power rangers i don't remember to uh, be honest I don't remember either the, the the Asian lady that was always like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like do not remember. Rita Repulsa. Yeah, he basically he basically. I love that you guys know this. Uh, we are we are all in our thirties. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking. 
<laughs> so yeah, he basically falls in love with a uh, uh, reader, like a blonde uh, Rita Repulsa, who um, is you know she's a very attractive lady, and she falls in love with him, and now they're trying to navigate their relationship while keeping it a secret from their respective, uh, you know, their respective sides of of you know their their conflict, right? Mm-hmm. And like. Uh, Red Ranger is like a super duper direct like meathead kind of guy. All he does is is work out and bodybuild and um the other girl turns out to be like, you know, shy and cute even though she's like um fucking uh, you know, it, technically an evil minion. Um and the the Sentai team, this this Power Ranger team basically is is based off of Gelato. Uh I don't remember like if the they're names? called like the Gelato. What what do you mean? So let me let me look it up really quick. Let's uh, love after world domination, um, Wikipedia. Okay, so um, uh, the, so the secret society is called Gecko. Uh, they burnt half the world and are planning to burn the rest. The hero group Freezing Sentai Gelato Five is formed, <laughs> consisting of Red Gelato, Fudo Aikawa, Blue Gelato, Hayato Ojino. So yeah, it's it's all they're all different. It, it's all gelato based so all their moves are gelato based like you know like they're like like freezing strawberry gelato punch <laughs> you know like that kind of shit <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so uh gelato red is strawberry themed gelato yellow is lemon themed uh I, you know um it's very it's very goofy uh very funny um and and enjoyable so i'm looking forward to that uh again i don't watch anime as it comes out i can't fucking deal with that shit i can't wait mm-hmm. to to like for an episode to come out every week it makes me want to fucking blow my brains out so i have uh you know check i'll check out the first episode and then i'll wait until the season's done coming out and i'll just binge through the whole thing um so i will have more information on those uh when they are done the other thing i finally got to uh was yashihime um princess half demon or half demon princess uh the continuation of uh inuyasha that show i didn't like it very much at first um i kind of find uh of course now i can't think of all the characters names but um i didn't like most of the characters um they they were they were kind of they were kind of difficult to 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 uh, enjoy toa the main character she's the girl with the short white hair and the little red you know part in her you know in the forehead and then she's she wears the the fucking school uniform um i don't know why dude i hate her fucking outfit i like it, like and i know that that's like a really picky thing but for some reason i just like i i just hate that fucking i hate that fucking outfit i know it's i know it's kind of bling uh i know it's kind of styling but like the contrast between that and the sengoku jidai it was just like it was just like fucking i don't know something about it just wasn't a fan of that of, of the of the drip going on there um her sister uh setsuna uh was uh like just a completely unlikable character for me um you know like and both of these girls are uh Sushomaru's twin daughters that were uh basically taken away after they were born for reasons that are all explained um but uh inuyasha and kagome's daughter um is really cool i i liked her a lot um she, uh, god what what's what's her fucking name i, I no idea no, no 
we're, I'm, I'm going through uh, Motoha. Yeah, that's what it is. Motoha. Um, she's great. Uh, and, and she's funny. And basically, like, uh, th- I think the problem with Yashihime was that a lot of people wanted to see Inuyasha and Kagome and um, Moroku and, you know, the, the, the cast, the fucking, you know, the people that we loved. And Yashihime was about uh, their kids that all don't even know their parents, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and a lot of it is like when it was coming out weekly, you know, it, everybody's waiting to find out what the fuck happened to Inuyasha and Kagome and everybody. And it it's doled out so fucking slowly, so slowly that I just couldn't handle watching it weekly. But now that it's all done, mm-hmm. season one and two are done. Um, it really does come together. Uh, it really does kind of cap off the entire story. Um, Setsuna finally like stops being completely unlikable. Uh, Toa starts making a little bit more sense. Um, when Moroha is finally like reunited with Inuyasha and Kagome and Inuyasha and Kagome come back, it's like this breath of fresh air, like finally Inuyasha and Kagome are here. Um, so I would say that if you are an Inuyasha fan now would be the time to watch Yashihime because it's all there. You don't have to wait. Um, you know, if you see an episode that feels like filler, you can skip over it. Mm. Um, it's not as good as Inuyasha and that's saying a lot because, you know, not all of Inuyasha is fucking perfect, but you know, every, I I think, I think everything that you would want to see happen in Yashihime, uh, eventually happens after your expectations are lowered a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed season two. Season two is much better than season one and was super necessary and I'm glad that it's over. Um, and I hope that, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know where they would go from there if they were going to do it again. Um, but uh, it was. De- it was definitely interesting, and there was good character development for Sashomaru and um, interesting things about Rin. And it, it was. It was. It was a good time. Um, the other thing that I watched that was really important because we're doing a video on it this week uh, is Kotaru lives or uh, Kotaro lives alone. Right. Um, so this fucking show dude is it's it's amazing like i cannot sing the praises of of this fucking show enough like um it's 10 episodes it's super duper fucking bingeable it's the same kind of setup as uh as a uh, komi or kaguya where it's like you know three or four scenarios right. per episode those um, types of shows are tend to be fun yeah they're like a slice of life deal you know it's, what I mean? It's like, like, a, like it's like a bullet hell slice of life. They just throw a bunch of things at you every episode. I like it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's you know, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of occurrences that you know like, you put these characters into these scenarios and then they deal with it with their you know unique quirks and stuff. Yep. Um, so Katara lives alone is about a four year old boy who lives by himself. Like he has his own apartment, um, and uh, you know there there is a lot of Japanese culture that is shown in that show and not explained. Uh, like if you are an American without any knowledge of Japan and the way that things work there or can work there, it's going to be very fucking weird watching this show. Like if you are not, if you are not like well-versed in anime um, and it's normal, 
you know, like you, you understand that in Japan, it's normal for a man and a child to take a bath together. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're going to watch a show and be like, what the fuck? You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> but it is, it's, that's, that's, that's not only normal there, but it's like, it's encouraged, you know, right. um, people bathe together. They like to bathe together. They like to, you know, wash each other and stuff like that. That is, that is societally p- fucking totally normal. Um, you know, simple stuff like that. And even as somebody who has done tons of research on Japan in order to write the script, I had to do a lot fucking more because, you know, there were things about this show that I just didn't fucking understand. You know, I was like, how is like, I was like, because obviously, you know, Kotaro isn't living alone for a happy, funny, you know, reason, you know, he's not just this like genius four year old who's able to be on his own as completed college. No, he's alone. He doesn't have any parents. Right. Um, and why he doesn't have any parents, um, and where they went uh, is slowly doled out over these 10 episodes. Mm. So Devin and I watched that together. Um, and, you know, I was like, this is probably, you know, I could probably do an episode on this, but I'm working on cross game. Um, but like I said before, cross game is just, it's, it's been taking so much. It's going to be a video. Effort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that might be our like, first oh, hour well, plus do... from the sound of it. Might be, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how. You said the beginning um, was eight pages, so <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, cross game was fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, so so I had to I had to learn a lot about um, kind of like what it's to, what it's like to be a kid in Japan, and uh, it's uh, it's fascinating. So so like it's very normal in Japan for six seven year olds to have. Uh, not complete autonomy, but way more freedom mm. than American children because Japan is safe, right? For the most part, right? Uh, like six-year-olds ride the train alone. Mm. They go to school. They walk to school alone. You know, like it is that is totally normalized. Uh, it's supported by the community. It's supported by neighbors. You know, like kids, they'll go out to the parks and they'll play by themselves or with their friends, you know, make their own plans like young fucking kids where like now in America, it's like, you know, if fucking Jimmy doesn't get on the bus, then you got to call the fucking police. You know, right. <laughs> it's like the end of the world. Um, it's also very normal in Japan for high schoolers to live on their own. So when whenever you see like a like an anime or a manga where like you you have kids in high school who are living in their own apartments, that's not that's not uh, just anime. that's not uncommon, right? That's not just anime. So so high school in Japan uh, is very different than high it's like school. It's a big in, deal, right? Like it's a huge yeah, deal. It's, it's, it's much it's more like, like getting college. into college here. Right. Yeah. So so in Japan, um, like when you're when you're going from from middle school. Uh, which middle school is, I believe it's four years. So, so eighth grade, you're 15 when you graduate out of eighth grade because high school is only three years. So high school is 16, 17, 18, sometimes 19, um, depending on how old you are. So again, when, you know, when you see this high school shows and, you know, this, like there might be like nudity or there might be, you know, a relationship with an older person, like some of these people you know sometimes these characters are adults which is something that we also generally don't understand because we see high school and we think oh 15 you know what i mean but they're not even in high school at 15 they're in middle school still um but yeah so so because high school is so important and because it's so competitive uh kids 
you know, when they're taking their high school entrance exams will apply to tons and tons of high schools. And it's more important that they get into the best high school than it is for them to live at home. Right. So living arrangements are generally made. So if the, if the family has enough money, they will sign papers because in Japan you have to be 20 to rent legally. Mm. But again, those laws are very flexible. And in basically as long as you have proof that you can pay the rent, you can live in an apartment. Um, and in Kotaro's case, he does have proof that he can pay the rent. So technically, he could live on his own at four years old. Uh, you know, it, like it, I don't think that's ever happened. But I think because of the way that Japan is structured and the way that kids have this kind of autonomy and they are respected as, you know, more than kids are respected here. Uh, it's it's actually a possibility. Right. It's not yeah, something it's that would likely happen in real life. Right. But the option would be available, basically. Right. Yeah. Um, because long story short, he has um, a he has a, a large wealth of money that is being controlled by lawyers and is doled out to him um, for living expenses mm. and stuff like that. So he can easily pay the rent. Uh, and basically, this show. Um, it's very, it's, it's Kotaro's as a character or Kotaro's a character is awesome. Uh, he is kind of a tsundere. Um, uh, he is also in a completely fucking broken child. <laughs> like, like, like he is, uh, he, his, his worldview, um, he's, he's very innocent. He's very pure hearted. Uh, but he's also like, there are just so many moments in the show uh, where you're just like, oh my, oh my fucking god, dude! Like, <laughs> this is the saddest shit I have ever seen in my entire life. Because, uh, basically, you know, he he moves into this six room apartment building, right? So he has he has five neighbors, um, or you know, and he becomes close with three of them, and uh, he one of them is direct next door neighbor Carino uh, is a bum. Basically he's a, he's a failing manga artist who lives in his sweatpants and you know, he's 31 years old and um, he's just kind of like, it, he just kind of ends up not taking care of Kotaro, but helping him. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, and and their their other neighbor, uh, this girl, I don't know, I don't remember if her name was Izumi. She kind of, you know, she's she kind of gets into that mode too. And then their downstairs downstairs neighbor, um, Tara something, is like this yakuza dude who's always in a fucking uh, purple leopard print suit. Oh, it's just amazing. Nailing it. Um, Love it. Fucking loves Kotaro. He he just always wants to give him hugs and fucking nuzzle his face and stuff like that. Kotaro's freaked out because, you know, he hasn't had a lot of human contact physically in his life, mm-hmm. you know? So like he's um and you know, they all have they, they all these adults all have their own issues, right? right. Uh the girl is in an abusive relationship. Um Carino lost his uh, family when he he lost his parents when he was a kid um the yakuza guy uh is divorced and his wife hates him and is trying to keep his son from him so you know that kind of explains like what his his love for kotaro um and a lot of it is like you know learning about different kinds of love uh for instance um carino complains in one episode about his editor uh being mean to him you know and and, and 
giving him a lot of harsh criticism. And Kotaro is like, and, and he has to go see his editor today. And Kotaro is like, well, I'm, I, I guess then I will have to come, right? Because he talks like a, he talks like a Sengoku era um, samurai okay. because he, he is, uh, he, he's learned basically how to, how to be a person from this television show. Again, very sad. Mm. <laughs> so, so he goes with uh, Karino to the manga editors and, uh, you know, he's basically like kind of protecting Karino this whole time. And like at one point, uh, you know, uh, the editor is like, okay, this character here, you know, yada, yada, and he's like, uh, he like pulls out this pad of paper and he's like, he's like, what makes you think that this character is badly drawn? I think that it's drawn very well. Uh, what can you draw a character? And like, he, and like, Karino's like, stop it, stop it. You know, and Karino's like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. And, uh, Kotaro sits down with the guy and he's like, why are you so mean to, uh, uh, my Karino? Right. Mm. Um, and again, like, like Kotaro is, is a fucking tsundere, you know what I mean? Like anytime anybody's too fucking nice to him, he, you know, he does that kind of like humph thing or like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of pushes it away. Mm-hmm. Um, and the editor is like, he's like, well, I have to admit, you know, I am very harsh with, uh, Karno because I believe in him. You know, I, I have very high expectations from him and I know that he can do better. He's very good at story structure, but some of his art needs work. And I think that he can become a very important and skilled manga artist, but he needs to work on it and he's a bum. So I have to, you know, yeah, I have, you to, have to be to harsh with him. him. To succeed. Yeah, exactly. And, and Kotaro is like, I understand, like, that's how you show your love for Karino. Like, I think you're a good guy, mm. you know? And then, <laughs> and then from then on, you see fucking Kotaro on the other side of the table with the editor being like, yes, this drawing is bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like this, like there's a lot of lessons about different kind of love and like how love works. And, um, and that's just like a little tiny piece of it. And watching through it the first time is heartbreaking. But then when you watch through it a second time, you pick up on all the subtleties and the foreshadowing and, the, you know, uh, like these these like characteristics of of kotaro's uh you know personality and why he does things earlier in the episodes that make sense once you kind of have some of the backstory filled in it's so good it is so good uh so i'm excited i'm excited for this video um and i really hope that i can express everything i want to talk about in it um but i mean i haven't finished the script or done the voiceover and axel's working on stuff right now so it's going to be a crunch to get it done but we'll get it done um, yeah, I mean, you know, our so, schedule is always, uh, if we can get it out on flexi, time, we do, but we're not going to push it. Yep. I'm also doing a, uh, a watch through again of Yu Yu Hakusho. Okay. Um, of course the dub, which is the superior version of Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's fucking I'm great. actually uh, like every time uh, considering doing something huh? similar soon for Hunter Hunter so that I, I, I've been talking about doing a fucking kill a gun relationship script for years now. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Killua, Killua X gone. Yes, Killua X gone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, like every time I rewatch Yu Yu show, you know, I I notice or remember something, you know, different. And like the beginning episodes are they're so interesting. Um, I think I'm in like episode six or seven, and like there's this one part in the beginning where, um, you know, Yusuke is still dead and. Uh, his his fucking mom he has to get somebody to kiss his dead body uh on the li- well not his body's alive everybody knows he's alive that's why he wasn't um you know uh torched mm. but uh 
he has to get somebody to kiss him before this certain time so he can get his soul yeah, back. Yeah, it's like before body, sunset right? so, on the third day or some shit. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. So so he so, you know, he's got three people in mind. It's either Kuwabara, his mother, or uh, you know, uh, uh fucking why I don't know why her name escapes me. Uh somebody help me in the chat. Uh but anyway, uh so like he follows his mom around that night and you know she leaves the apartment because she gets wasted because she's like an alcoholic mm-hmm. uh, she's like a she's a deadbeat mom you know that's part of the reason that yusuke is like this like uh fucking uh you know t- like yakuza type kid you know school school uh battleground type kid um and he, you know he he is following his mom around and he finds her in a bar hanging out with uh you know, to, to either, either straight crossdressers or transgender men, um, or trans women, uh, and like, you know, just having like a fucking good time, like getting wasted with, <laughs> with this person addressed with like five o'clock shadow. And, uh, you know, and, and that's the thing is like, no, no jokes are made about it. You know, it's just like it, like it's, it's tasteful, um, you know, just showing how she just gets wasted and disappears. Mm. Uh, and I was like, I didn't remember this at all. I didn't, re- but it's great. It's awesome. Um, yeah, Keiko. Ah, Keiko. I love Keiko so much. She's like Keiko is fucking best girl. Like fuck all the fuck all these new waifus. Dude. Like, Keiko. <laughs> yo, Keiko has Keiko has fucking Yurameshi's back from day one, bro. Like she is, she like she doesn't take any shit. She fucking like sees his heart, and she she's she's amazing. Also, Kuwabara's sister, fucking also amazing waifu material. Uh, fucking, uh, what's her name? Yariko? Yahiko? I think? I don't know. Anyway, dude, like, fucking, fuck all this new jazz, man. <laughs> Unio. Yeah. Yeah, fucking, uh, dude, I love it. So that's been great. Um, and then, uh, there's also, <laughs> Cole says Pooh is best waifu. <laughs> but, uh, I, I've been reading, uh, Maizani Koku, finally. Um. Oh, nice. And yeah, I'm not going to talk about it for like a you know a million years, but uh, I'm yeah. well into We've already been the going second for almost two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, well, this is what happens when we don't pod for fucking three. No, weeks, this happens you know? every time. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> don't even fucking but, uh, try. <laughs> so, so Maizani Koku starts very slowly. Um, it is a romantic comedy about a guy who is at college age trying to get into college who falls in love with the new manager of the apartment that he lives in. Um, and she is a widow. She's a young widow who is still um, loyal to her dead husband. Mm. Um, and they, were, they weren't married very long, you know. Uh, like, in fact, in one of the episodes, um, or in one of the chapters, uh, the, the dead husband's dad comes over and he's like it's such a shame that you know he died so soon because she wasn't able to uh stay with him long enough to see his flaws so she's always going to idealize him you know uh and and it's going to be very hard for her to move on right Mm -hmm. um which is an that's an interesting take i mean that's not something you kind of like i I don't think I've ever seen that in another media, you know, this kind of like look at that kind of stuff. And then obviously there's more direct characters because this is Rumiko Takahashi and, you know, she's uh, she writes comedy. Um, So there's more people that are just like, you know, like it's dumb, dude, he's dead. Get over it. (laughs) But but there are moments of 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 levity and clarity and and whatnot. Um, But yeah, it it, and and I was uh, the first book was hard to get through. Um, I believe there's 10 
total now uh, because Viz is doing a signature series release for it, and they're very pretty, um, very well put together. The covers are really nice. They have a great texture. Uh, seven of them are out. I'm waiting on eight, nine, and ten. Um, but uh, I, you know, I was expecting kind of a Ronma situation where like Ronma just goes on and on and fucking on, dude, <laughs> and like it, you know, it's just these situational comedies over and over and over and over again. There's very little plot progression, but actually. Uh, it seems like Maizani Koku, uh, you know, has plot progression. The first book, a uh, whole year goes by. Right. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's good. And, and I like the main character, obviously, you know, he's a young dude. He's a bit of a pervert. He's a bit of a fucking dork. Uh, but it's, it's a, it's a very comfy manga. You know, it takes place in the early eighties, Japan, which is like, you know, that's, that's a very idealistic time period. Um, I'm sure we all wish we lived in Tokyo in 1981. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm liking it a lot. And I think, I mean, besides, you know, like Mao and, and the other stuff that I'm reading, that's, that's mostly it. I did pick up, uh, the box sets for Demon Slayer and Dragon Ball Z and Alita Battle Angel because they were on sale. So they were all 20% off and it was buy one, get one 50% off. So you get the 20% off and then 50% off on top of that. I ended up getting like, like 40 fucking, uh, five Tonka bonds and then, uh, like eight hard covers for <laughs> like, like, I don't know, like 350, 400 bucks. No, damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I, that's like $4 a fucking book, you know, that's that, like, I couldn't, I couldn't pass. How am I going to pass it? How do you pass that up, dude? Mm-hmm. That's hours of entertainment. Um, so I will likely be reading Dragon Ball Z for the first time. Um, and I might even check out Demon Slayer again, because uh, really reading it on paper is is uh, as somebody who does read a lot of digital manga, um, reading it on paper just has a better feel. Uh, generally, the only thing that sucks is that, um, like you know, uh, the, the the spread pages, right? Like when you like, I hate that. I hate when I open it and it's a spread and I can't see what's going on in the fucking middle. Mm. It's so annoying. Um, so that's the only time that digital is better. But yeah, Tyler, yeah. Uh, tell me about video games. Oh man, video game. I've, I've been playing two video games. One of them's Elden Ring. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, st- still. I'm still playing Elden Ring. I'm on my third character now because uh, I keep wanting to do new builds. Uh, and I don't want to just start new game plus. I want to have to like work the build up, you know, not just like switch my stats. Um, so I'm doing my strength build now. And I think I told you a little bit about my strength build, but I, I have made a, I'm role playing a character. Uh, Karis is no spy family talk. We'll, we'll talk about it next time. Don't worry. It's only two episodes in or whatever. We'll get to it, but I'm, 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 yeah. I'm really role playing a character this time. And, uh, he, oh, yeah, he, told yeah, me he, he is a, I, I turned up on the character thing, all the muscles all the way up and made him the beefiest guy I could. His skin is bright red. Uh, he's got mutton chops, and uh, and he he is a strength pair character that just needs to kill everything in sight to prove that he is the strongest. So the rules for this playthrough is that if I find a weapon that is bigger than the weapon I'm currently using, I have to use that weapon. Yes. Uh, so I currently have a, uh, the great sword, which is a pretty fucking big weapon. Uh, so mm-hmm. I don't think I'll find a bigger one for a while. Um. But I also can't back down from any fight from anybody that I run across. So, like, the first enemy that I killed in the game was the, uh, was the, uh, 
the tree sentinel, the very first guy that you see. You know? Yeah, I, I can't believe you fucking took. Oh, uh, dude, I wrecked what, his starting class. Absolute shit in uh, before ever leveling up. It took me. I, I would say it took me twenty minutes or less. Uh, yeah, because you start with like the vagabond or whatever, but you you start with a big ass axe and you do decent damage with the jump attack. Uh, right, right. But yeah, so I, I've been playing through just wrecking shop with this guy. Uh, he's very insecure, uh, and that's why he needs to be the biggest and the strongest. And I named him I uh, Compensating. That's the guy's name. You should, so you should get him a you should get him a penis ring. Yeah, uh, he has one. You can't tell, but he actually has oh, four. Okay, okay. Um, oh wow! Oh oh, that was a picture of his yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah overjeweled dick. Yeah, that was a picture of his uh his his family jewels. Yeah. So he, good, he's good. really fun uh, to play with. I'm having a great time going back through the game playing like that. Because these are weapons that I just passed over in my first two. So my first one was a dex build. Second one was a magic build. So now I'm looking at all the dumb strength weapons that are way too big to ever use and saying, nope, I'm using all of them. Uh, Hell yeah. And then the other thing that I've been playing is uh, our uh, our community, our, our Patreon community, has made a like uh, Sea of Thieves group. So Oh, really? Yeah. And Krona was like, hey, you should play Sea of Thieves with us. And I was like, I don't own that game, but I'll think about it. And then he was like, check your Steam. And he gifted me the game, so now I have to play. Um, oh, shout out to Krona. Yeah, shout out to Krona. So, Apparently that game has gotten very good over the years. Yeah, it's... Uh, it released to uh, not great reviews. Yeah. But uh, apparently it's gotten really it's, good. It's really interesting because it really is just uh, like pirate LARPing, basically. Yeah. Uh, like, there's not really, like, um, like a quest line, really. There's, like, mini quest lines that you can do, but there's not, like, a goal to get stronger. Everything that you can buy is all cosmetic, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, but it's fun. Like, we, we've been having a good time uh, doing it. Like, we, we had a good time uh, playing the other day. We got attacked by, like, ghost ships, and we did a thing that made it so that we were marked on everybody's maps who were playing, so we got attacked multiple times while trying to get the ship, this, like spooky chest to wherever we needed to trade it for an outpost. It, it's been a good time. It's not a game that, that I could maybe... get like super into, but it's certainly fun on occasion. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's something that me and Devin could get into with you guys. Cause that sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it is a yeah. good time. Uh, it's four people to a ship. Uh, so it's a little uh, limited, but I see there's typically Maybe no we'll have than... to make rival factions <laughs> yeah yeah well well you could also we could also just sail together on two ships right right because because right. it is okay, like you know everybody's on the same server so we we could basically I considered what i considered making a bonsai pop um like like guild in uh elden ring our our, our community did oh, oh okay we have one we'll announce it what is it I, I can't remember if it's if it's bonsai pop or if it's bee pop. Uh, does anybody, does anybody in the, in the chat, chat now? We'll we'll say it if they if it comes up. But that yeah, yeah cool, awesome. That would be fun to go back in and uh, and do that. I should announce it in a video because I think people would like that. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun playing with uh playing with a fucking guild like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's very it's really very fun get... playing. Elden Ring is a really fun game to play with people. I, I played with uh, JM. We had some trouble getting it started for whatever reason. He couldn't summon me for the longest while. Uh, well, he's playing on PS4, so... Yeah, but, like, it, it, suddenly he could summon me, and then it worked fine the rest of the time. Interesting. Uh, hmm. But, yeah, we had, a, we had a really good time running around, uh, getting getting invaded and wrecking shop 
against them, it, it was a good time. They, it, because Jam was like pretty heavily under leveled, and I was playing with my mage, which is by far my strongest uh, player. Uh, and right. these people were coming in, and I was just using Stars of Ruin on them, and like one or two shotting them with Stars of Ruin. It was great. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. It, yeah, Jam yeah, also somehow fucked up his game really early on because like we got to Ronnie, and she wasn't there, and the blacksmith wasn't oh. there. And I was like, what did you what? do? Because we, we got past, like, the, the illusory wall, and I was like, and you get to meet? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, he's just Blade attacked me yeah, first. Or Blade. Blade, Blade, apparently Jam has killed Blade, like, eight times. <laughs> <laughs> 30, funny. there you go. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Uh, so, so yeah, so Sea of Thieves and Elden Ring, That's that's the, been your that's jam? That's been my shit, man. I see, I see. Well, yeah, the Sea of Thieves thing sounds that sounds fun. I, you know, I've been looking at that game for years now and just been like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, we got a community um, for it. There's a uh, un- underneath our um, our gaming uh, channel in the Discord. There's a Sea of Thieves. Uh, what are these things called? Threads. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you can open yeah. that up and see what people are talking about. Cool. Yeah. I, uh, the answer to what uh, what shall we do with the drunken sailor is nothing. He'll just take the mermaid back. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I've been playing uh, only one thing, and that is Horizon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've seen you. On I that don't a even lot. know how many. Yeah, I don't even know how many hours I've put into it. I just hit level like forty one, I think. So um, you're enjoying it then, though. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Horizon Zero Dawn, when it came out, um, I liked it, but it it just didn't. It was fun. It was fun to go through. I believe I did all the side quests and stuff like that, but like it just, I, I, it's either been so long that I didn't remember a ton about it, or you know, it just didn't stick with me very well. So I, I, I think, I think it's the latter. I think it just didn't stick with me. Mm. Um, but uh, it, it, like, you know, it, it at the time it was kind of like everybody was exalting this fucking game, and I was like, you know, like I, it, like it just, I, it didn't seem like that good of a fucking like it was good it was good enough but there's also you know it was very assassin's creedy kind of like you know like a cyberpunk slash weird uh, caveman assassin's creed type deal you know like it had a lot of similar game mechanics you gotta go find the towers to open up the maps and you know you're climbing stuff and jumping off and um yeah cyber safari witcher 3 type of deal uh and like I, I enjoyed the story and, and stuff, but again, it was like, like I remembered Varl. So like when Varl showed up, I was like, ah, that guy. Uh, and I remembered, um, <laughs> Varl, <laughs> Varl, <laughs> Varl, look out Varl. Uh, but, uh, and then, uh, the other guy, the dude with the silly fucking chops. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Too. Yeah. These people um, started showing up and I was like, oh yeah, I kind of remember you. <laughs> Yep, and and I even did I even did the YouTube like you know refresher videos mm. and stuff like that. Sat through a couple thirty minute videos, so I remembered you know the basic plot and everything like that and what had happened. Um, but even still, when I started the game, I was like, I was like, oh my god, like who? What the faction? Like who is a fucking Karja? Like what's a Karja? Yeah. Like what's a fucking this that and the other yeah, thing? Like, like I could not fucking remember. Shit, it. Like <laughs> yeah, I remember the Sundom. 
right? Because that's where the big bat. That's where the big mm-hmm. last boss comes from, or or last boss fight happens right. and stuff like that. And but like the Sun King was talking to me about things, and I was like, I don't I know don't what the fuck he's talking about. Shit. I don't remember. I don't remember him at all. Uh, you know, like and and for the first part of the game, Aloy was so miserable as a character <laughs> yeah. like she was like she was like fucking emo Every peter parker person all... she talks to she's like oh you <laughs> yeah and she's got this like breathy way of talking where it was just like and it was just like oh like why is this voice actor like making these fucking choices like these are just this is just not fucking good like oh my god please let this not be the entire game um and thankfully it wasn't you know and like again like i know i know that people like it's it's difficult to complain about games like this because uh you know horizon zero dawn is one of the uh games that has the balls to have a female locked in main character and you know when you are when you talk about a female character not fucking smiling you you bring up you bring up that 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 you know inherent misogynist feeling that a lot of women get where it's like oh so we're expected to smile and like that's not the place where i'm coming from well, no i, uh, I get when, where you're coming from with this it's it's like she only has one emotion for at least the first part of yes the yeah and it's fucking humorless yeah. you know what i mean like it, it's there's no levity right like it, it was just it was just fucking like like, a like bummer, somebody you know? else she, would make a joke and she'd be like yeah She's like, yeah, I gotta go save the world by myself. Like, you wouldn't yeah, understand. Yeah, it's, like, she's trying to push everybody away. Emo, I have to save the world and no one can help me. Yeah, you wouldn't understand me. And there's a shitload of people who want to help her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just Aloy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's like, no, dude, you fucking save the world, bitch. Come on. Like, you know, let people fucking appreciate it, you know? Um, but, like, so, so that, that goes away. Kind of, you know, I mean, there's still, there's still the, the lingering, you know, it's just Aloy, which is fine. Like, I, you know, I had, after a while of being called the champion all the time, like I was starting to be like, it's just Aloy, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So, so, you know, I felt it. And I think, I think the game would best be played after, immediately after playing Horizon Zero Dawn again, but I just do not got the time to go through two games of that fucking magnitude. Because let me tell you, this game like I just so so after you uh kind of get into the story you're left with three quests uh to uh pick up some specific items mm. and these are these are main story quests right, right. and the, I think the the last one is like you're supposed to be like level 23 or uh-huh. something like that I didn't hit that I just hit that quest last night at level 40 something like there was so fucking much to do in that game, and honestly, the que- like the side quests and everything like that are super fun. Like, um, you know, uh, like figuring out how to get into places to pick up, you know, unique items that will you bring to stores to like, you know, do this, that, and the other thing. There's coliseums, there's hunting they, grounds, they made there's fucking, fighting pits. Uh, there's they made Mario Kart. Yeah, I haven't I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I did that. I'm level forty. Self, I, wa- I walked by it. And I was just like, I don't got time for this right now, um, <laughs> and I haven't gone back. But it's you know, it's like it's uh, it, it's it's the game is so fucking big, and there's so much to do, and there's so much to explore, 
uh, that like sometimes I have anxiety about turning on the game because I'm like I don't know if I have the I don't know if I have the fucking energy to play mm-hmm, this game mm-hmm, like, and, mm-hmm. and and make these choices right now because it's so big and like you said you kind of ran through it right? oh, I haven't I haven't finished it Elden Ring came out I stopped playing oh okay I see um but yeah so so the other thing is like it is gorgeous oh yeah it, it is, is beautiful beautiful and and there's two settings to play it on you can play it on fidelity or you can play it on uh on um fidelity or or performance performance yeah sorry about that um performance and i highly recommend playing it on performance mode because that 60 fps dude is locked in locked in it is amazing like i played i played at least 30 hours on oh, wow. uh, on fidelity and it's it's gorgeous yeah it's like it is a ama- like any time you pause that game that is a 4k screen oh yeah yeah that is like the, so like, many like uh screenshots in that game and save them oh, really? yeah, there's a, fo- there's a whole photo, photo mode no, I know, I know. I I did a lot of photo mode stuff in Spider Man, mm. uh, Miles Morales. That was a lot of fun. But with this one, I'm just like, I'm not fucking around with photo mode um, yet. I will eventually. But um, yeah, it is like, I mean, it's probably the best looking game I've ever played. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. I don't think anything has come close to it yet. Uh, even on the PS5, um, it really, really does show off the power of the PS5. Load times are short, mm-hmm. um, and and when you put it on that performance mode, like the quality, like the dip is almost unnoticeable but the when you bump it up to that 60 fps and it is like the smoothest cleanest 60 fps you have ever seen in your fucking life dude like it is like buttery smooth amazingness because like i was like i i when i finally jumped into the ocean Mm -hmm. and i you know and i'm 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 swimming through these waves and the waves were looking kind of choppy right and i was like this doesn't seem like it's running great, you know? And then I, and then I switched over. That's when I was like, Oh, there's a performance mode. And I think, I think I had looked up a YouTube video and somebody was like, somebody was playing in performance mode. Um, and I saw the 60 FPS and I was like, Oh, I want that. (laughs) That looks real good. So when I, when I switched dude, uh, man, I will take 60 FPS. I will take a locked in 60 FPS over fucking graphical fidelity any day. 60 fps is is just fucking amazing dude like i don't don't give a shit if i can see somebody's fucking pores yeah give me that 60 locked locked in no fucking drops dude and it is like it is amazing so um if you got a lot of time and uh energy i say horizon forbidden west is is fantastic it's it's a really really good game and uh honestly i mean besides Elden Ring which runs really good on the PS5 I think it's that it, it it's it's finally a game worth buying a PS5 for, uh, I would yeah. say it just got completely overshadowed by Elden Ring when it came out <laughs> yeah it, it really did it really did and that's a shame um but yeah it's definitely worth buying a PS5 I knew that was going to happen we had podcasts it. of me saying I'm trying to get through this game because I know I'm I'm screwed once Elden Ring comes out and that's exactly what happened <laughs> yeah yeah, and now it's probably going to be hard to get back into the game. Yeah, I probably like, want to you know, start where, over. Where were you? What were you doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, Meeple Puppet, if you're looking for a PS5, there's a lot. Like, if you have the money to to get it, um, like you can, uh, you know, 
there's a lot of Twitter accounts you can follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I, I'm not sure if you're on Twitter, but like you can make a Twitter and just follow these Twitter accounts and, and you'll get, get the notifications updates for when those. PS5s are available for various stores go on sale. Yeah. That's how we got yep. ours. It, like Devin was very, very on it. Um, and she also did the same thing for the switch, uh, OLED. Um, so you know that's just what you got to do. Like I, dude, I don't understand. So I, what I don't understand Sony. I don't either. What are they doing? Uh-huh. Why are they like? It's not like the PS Five doesn't work. So why are they? Why are they not fucking selling it? Well, it's got to be the chip shortage. Yeah, I, I assume that's why. Yeah, that's that's got to be. They can't get it. chips. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Welcome to twenty twenty two. Can't get manga. Can't get fucking chips. Yeah, man. Well, Yu Yu Hakusho is supposed to be getting a reprint, dude. That's cool. I've been waiting for that's this fucking cool. reprint, and it's just not happening because of the shortage. They can't fucking do it. It's rough. There's like, there's so many manga out there right now that like you just cannot get, and people are fuck like, you think right? You would think that Yu Yu Hakusho is one of those manga that like there would be like 50 people on eBay that have a full set of the English versions. Nobody does. They're selling issues for a hundred, like single issues for 130 bucks. Mm. That's which crazy. Don't you can buy them for twenty two on Amazon from a from a different seller. Like if you if you're that desperate mm-hmm. to buy Yu Yu Hakusho, you can get most of them except for like the last couple on Amazon. So you know you're gonna pay twice the price that you normally pay, but you can get them. I'm just not fucking doing that bullshit. You know, tax write off or not, I'm not overpaying for manga. Right. Um, yeah. So. Uh, unless you got anything else, I think that's the Bonsai Popcast. It, it sure is, man. I'm hungry as hell. It's 2 p.m. I haven't eaten yet. Yeah, I got to pee. Yeah, that too. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think this is, this is interesting. We, we covered a lot yep. of topics. A solid three-hour podcast, as per usual. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it looks like uh, JM, Cole, Fragile, Lord Icarus, Beeple Puppet, Plus Size Luigi, and the Filibuster, they were the ones who stuck it out. Congratulations. Impressive people. Very impressive. Yeah. For making it. You made it. Uh, and, of course, thank you to the patrons who make this podcast possible. Mm-hmm. Um, G Fuel as well, our partnership with them. If you're into G Fuel, code BPOP. Get uh, 10 to 30% off, depending on time. Um, we should probably get uh, it knocked up to 30% for the G- for this video yeah, coming out this weekend. I think we, we haven't done um, this for... Uh for April yet so we can do that we just got a message what's his face yep but yeah I, uh, I highly recommend the hydration formulas um, they are tasty and they aren't full of a bunch of caffeine that's gonna you know make your heart go boom boom no. so if you you know want something that's just good for vitamins and, and keeping you keeping you not thirsty and or curing your hands making you want to drink water that, yeah yeah um hydration formula is definitely what we like totally. uh, so it's still my daily drink yeah yep um so yeah uh if you are interested in anything else we do uh this podcast is a spin-off of our youtube channel so i would just say google us you'll find all of our social media and the youtube channel right away that way yep. google bonsai space pop yep. bonsai like the tree and we will see you next week thanks everybody boy